This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Happy Thursday, everybody. What's up? Welcome into another episode of the Bostonian versus the book presented by Bet Fred Sportsbook. He's Dave Sherapan, the book. I'm Matt Peralt, the Bostonian. We are a little late because Ferris got the internet working today. So we got the good internet good. today. We should be good today. So he's been kind enough to stay here. Roll over to a family member's house to get the internet solid. So we'll be able to go for two hours plus with you guys here today for Thursday or a little less than two hours. You know how it is. Sports Grid, how are you? Thank you for watching. We love you guys. Appreciate all the messages at late night. We always know you guys are watching because you send us messages overnight, which is cool. So 9 p.m. our time, midnight (laughs) Eastern. So it's fun to have that. If you guys are live, and staying with us for the chat. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. How are you, Mr. Sunglasses? Oh, I'm good. I'm in a little L.A. state of mind today. I don't know if you know uh, who they're playing, but I just uh, was thinking about L.A. this morning when I looked at the board. I'm going with a gift. Yeah? In that game. Are you? I love this now thing. This is not, I'm so mad about shootouts, I'm done. I'm going micro betting. I'm going micro marketing on the NHL for a couple of days. Stop with the... Please, please. We're going to get to that. I, I saw, I, I heard you know what a, I saw. I, But a gift is my new favorite acronym. What, what does it stand for? Goal in the first 10 minutes. <laughs> These kids got to shorten everything. I love it. A gift at Christmas. It's called a gift. It's my favorite thing my favorite thing about today that I learned that last night, everyone was like, because I was so frustrated about what was going on with the shootouts. Cause I think the shootouts are the stupidest Mickey Mouse's dumbest thing ever. And it was just someone was like, bet the gift. It's Christmas. I'm like, bet the gift. Yeah. Go in the first 10 minutes. <sighs> it's a year fee for it's a year fee for baseball. It's called a gift now for hockey. Yes it's or one no. One of them things that when you hear, <laughs> you go, why, why? And then, it's awesome. you, and that right, and then you use it and embrace it because that's what their kids are going to call it anyway. Yep. So you say, okay, did you bet the gift? The what? The goal in the first ten. <laughs> oh, and now, now watch the influx of goal and first ten betting or gift betting, gift giving, <laughs> gift receiving. Oh, I love in the it. content world. I love it. It's so good for Christmas. Because we so, talked about it. It's yeah. so good. I will say this, though. I got to admit, and, and not trying to call it any other book, but it is a little slimy what BetMGM does by making it the first nine minutes now. They hawked a whole minute off of it. So it's from zero to 8.59. <laughs> and so they, so it's not 10 minutes anymore at BetMGM. They're going, no, nah, we're getting beat too badly on this. Now it's nine minutes at BetMGM. Not yeah. a fan of that. Go 10. I mean, it Half might be, it might be a a move. So you think of it as something they're doing 
to beat you or whatever, but they're also doing it to be different and innovative. It's the only place offering nine minutes or less, and the odds should be a hell of a lot better. The problem is they're not, but the but the odds should be better because they, they shorten the window. Zero to nine, nine to 16, 16 to the end of the period, to 20. Yeah, it's amazing how the uh, the Euro models have continued to try to make everything like soccer betting. Right. Like it's just, not. It's, it's, soccer, not it's 20 minute periods. It's right. the first half or the second half. Like, what do you got to cut it up in the thirds for? But that's micro betting. That's what everybody wants. More markets, more bets, more ways to confuse people and more ways to take their money. That's what micro betting is. Or it's a way of exploiting softer lines. Um, for who? Well, we're only ever talking about the professionals. We don't care about the public, right? I mean, public money doesn't move, doesn't do anything, right? Doesn't move oh, anything, right? absolutely. So, yeah, <laughs> we're only talking about we're talking about taking advantage of a soft market. We're talking about a professional taking advantage of a soft market. Well, until they do, and then they aren't able to do it. Any longer. That's Until part the of the issue limits too. become $25 on the micro markets, which we're not, not even headed, headed that way towards the $25 yeah. minimum and maximum to go. Well, ahead that's the thing the Euro model likes to talk about the micro betting and all these other things that it offers, but it doesn't offer the defense of getting beat. Yeah. So the defense is, well, these guys have figured it out better than us. We're just putting it up because we're trying to take advantage of the 99% of the people who are betting. Who may, you know, want to split up their money or bet more. So now what do we do? Oh, just profile them and limit them to five dollars a play. So they stop doing it. All right. So tomorrow is our one year anniversary. So if you guys haven't sent in a video, you can do so up until kickoff of the game tonight. Okay. That's the cutoff tonight for Thursday night football. So watching on Sports Grid, sorry. Hopefully you guys have gotten it in already. Ask the BVB at gmail.com. Send in no more than a 15 or 20 second video. Do it vertically. Hold your phone up vertically. Shape, you know, shoot yourself this way. Talk into the phone and we will start to play these things throughout the show tomorrow for you guys who want to be a part of the one year cell celebration. We should have had some other friends and family. We're efforting getting some stuff. People are busy at this time of the year, but hopefully we'll get a couple of cool things that will pop for tomorrow. <laughs> Have come it on goes in. for people that have been on the show, as well as people that watch the show. Yes. So I put that out to a few guests. Um, yeah. You know, if you guys are watching it, and I think for the most part, everyone that we've had on would say they had an enjoyable time and would come back on. So everyone that I sent it to, I said, "Hey, I need need ten to fifteen seconds of just whatever you want to say to." Either Matt, myself, both of us, or the BVB Brigade, the people that watch the show, both here and on Sports Grid Replay and wherever else you get it. Whether you just listen, that's fine, too. But it goes for everybody. So if you're watching the show in between taking notes and doing your own shows, shoot a 15-second <laughs> video that's and, so and shoot it to us and let us know how how it goes. We'll put it on the air tomorrow. Yeah, so there's currently six videos sitting in our inbox that we'll go ahead and watch and, and have be a part of it. So that's great. So we'll see how we, we'll, we'll put those down and grab those for tomorrow's show. Nice. Send it in right now if you would like. So it's going to be fun. We haven't seen you guys. We've seen names, right? We haven't seen handles 
to faces. So we get to see some people that have been in the chat for a long time. We've been a part of everything. So tomorrow will be a pretty cool, pretty cool show tomorrow. I, I definitely wouldn't want you guys. <laughs> I would recommend being a, being around tomorrow for the show, or if not watching it on replay, either on sports grid or on Twitter, it's always at the top. I pinned this live stream at the top of Boston versus the book at Boston versus the book on Twitter. So if you ever missed the show, you can always go to Twitter there and find it or YouTube as well with just searching Bostonian versus right. the book. All right. I am fascinated by this game tonight. Way more than I have been before. Just the Milwaukee Memphis basketball game. Absolutely. Yes, for sure. No. Oh, good. Seattle against the 49ers. Oh, so the football game. Yeah. So you got to walk me through this a little bit. because This is really interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. So here we are with a number that one book really now two, but one book has this number off market. And it has sat there and it has not moved. The other books are at this number, the other number, and that number has not moved. Mm-hmm. So FanDuel is at three minus 118. Mm-hmm. Everyone else, including Circa, Westgate, everyone else is at plus, th- uh, sorry, minus three and a half, even money. Yeah, that's. Um... What is the, what is, because this is what's fought. This is what, what's really interesting. You live in Vegas, something that I have learned and, and it's, I don't think I'm talking out of turn. I don't think they care if I say this or not. You can explain it more than I. Boyd uses FanDuel's stuff. So if you go it's to awful. FanDuel, yeah. yep. If you go to FanDuel, FanDuel's the only book that I found three at. So I went, well. They're all th- just, just, they're all three now. Everyone's at three? Except Circa. Wow. That was so the, everyone's at three lay juice except Circa and Chris. Actually, no, Chris is yeah, Chris is at three and a half flat at South Point because he always does everything one day. Right. Everyone else in town is three minus juice. Wow, that switched. Yeah. Okay, though, that was a morning run to the counter when everybody woke up. Um, here's a couple of things I'm I'm, I'm curious about. So last night I'm looking at this and I'm going. Fanduel's the only one. Fanduel's not in Vegas, but Void. I drove to a Void book last night at eleven o'clock. I was like, okay, I want three. Was I want it open? three. What? Was it open? Kiosks. They let you bet it? Yeah. Ooh, okay. It was 1130 at night. It wasn't that late. I wonder who's watching. So nobody's working. Book was closed, oh, no. right? Book was, book was darker yeah. than dark. It was right. just, there was nothing. TV's off. Nothing. There was nothing going on in darkness. Wow. But the kiosks were on. Okay. So I went and bet three. Thinking that the rest of the books may come down, but maybe not. I didn't know. I mean, we may go the other way. I didn't know where the number was going to go. So I wanted three. I went and got three. Right. It's just interesting that in Vegas, that does not get talked about nearly as much. That FanDuel's numbers are available in Vegas through Boyd. Right. (laughs) I mean, Boyd can't advertise that, right? Boyd can't be like, come get FanDuel's numbers in Nevada. You live in Vegas. You can bet. Well, they could. They, they, I mean, they could, you know, they're going to, the one downtown, I bet hockey, I bet the same. I mean, the same yeah. thing that I found at FanDuel, I now find at Boyd. And it's mm-hmm. really kind of wild to look at that and go, oh, there's all their numbers. Well, FanDuel's not available in Vegas. Yeah, it is. It's available, it's available at Boyd. You can Through go get Boyd, the same, yeah. get all the same numbers at Boyd. So if you're in Vegas, if you live in Vegas and watch the show in Vegas, and you ever see someone having a FanDuel number, you're like, oh, man, I want that number. You can get it in Vegas. It's just not a under a FanDuel name. It's under Boyd. 
So it's mm. just kind of interesting to look at that and go, oh, all right, that's that's pretty wild. So I went and got that. What do you make of this? Because it, three has sat. Now everyone's there with them, but three sat for a good day plus and didn't move. Yeah. What does it say? Nobody can figure out whether Brock Purdy can win on the road or not in his first ever start. Well, I mean, it's just the question whether he was even going to play. And right. then, you know, the, sometimes the number's just right, too. Like, it's just you, you're getting enough action both sides. You're good with your position as a book. You know, I mean, uh, my guys down south, um, you know, they probably need the dog. More often than not, they always need the dog. So they don't need to go to three and a half and give the bad guys any any more ammunition. Um and other books are are good just writing those bets at three and just letting it sit. Watch Chris. See how long the three and a half lasts at South Point. Okay. I'll be interested to see that because it's three and a half flat. And circus at three and a half even money, meaning if you take the three and a half, you have to lay 120. Bad guys hate laying that juice. They hate it. We'll see what happens with that number. See how long they sit there. So everyone else, though, three and they're like heavy threes, three minus 15, three minus 20. Did you get three flat minus 110 or did you have to lay extra juice? 18. Okay. So let's see. Is that is that what it is now? Still this morning? Mm, it and, is and, oh. now. It's minus one hundred four. No, Fanduel's at three and a half. Oh, they went guys. Thank you for watching the show. <laughs> I honestly, I really went to three and a half. What? Wait, I re- what? I I, I want to thank you. Seriously, <laughs> they're on. They got to be either on the Twitter. Or on the YouTube feed live, just hit the just hit the like button. Drop something in the chat to let us know you're watching because we really do appreciate it. That's awesome. That's good. Wow. They so now it's minus three and a half. One oh, it's one oh four at FanDuel. You have to lay three and a half, but you only lay one oh four. Yep. Or you yep. take three and a half and lay one eighteen. Right. Or take three and a half and lay one eighteen. So that's. So it's just inverted shocking. Like that's exactly what circus line is, except it's minus three and a half, even money and plus three and a half minus minus one twenty. So two cents off. That's, that's, that's good work. That's good work by uh, how much money does it take? I know going three to two and a half is significant, but how much money is three to three and a half today? It's whatever the limit is. So it's so it's it's one limit or, bet, more than or one limit. Bet. It's 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 the right person just coming in and letting you know. I need twenty dimes on minus three and a half. Okay, but and I mean, then, I mean, going. But if you're at three, now you could move it on on air. I know, but I'm just saying, if you're at minus three to go to three and a half, how hesitant are books to do that? I know going under three, they're very hesitant. Oh, like, well, over three. I mean, some guys aren't f- afraid of anything. They they don't even. They fear nothing, so they'll move it. You know, guys booking out of their pocket will move it on a nickel. Books booking a hundred thousand a game won't move it. It all depends on your risk aversion. I, I I'd say, like for me, and a lot of the guys that I know that are still doing it, probably down south, it ain't no big deal. If you need the money, just slide it up to three and a half. Go take a bet and come back. Okay. You know, you get sided. Guess what? 
there's more games tomorrow. <laughs> like it's not it's not the end of the world. This game's going to be a tough game, though. I mean, there's there's no doubt about it. What do you got? What was that? The cat? No, the kid. Home from school today? Six last two days. So. Listen to me. There's something going around. Bad. There's I, I don't want to set off any alarms. I don't want to talk, you know, worry people, but there's a hundred percent something going on here in Vegas. Auntie, our guy who watches the show and had the back surgery and all that stuff, he rehabbed, he went back to work. Of course, they worked them six days straight because other people are sick. Texted me last night, sick as could be. I said, take care of yourself. There was a lot of people in town the last few weeks. This rodeo, all people from all over, and they brought all their shit with them. I'm telling you, there's a lot of stuff going around. Yeah. she's. I mean, she could have gone to school today, but she's got a little cough and she's congested as hell. And I was just like, no, so just stay home. They have no homework this week. They have a whole week. Their break starts Friday. It's two and a half weeks. (laughs) So like their Christmas break is extremely long. I was getting this explained to me last night. I said, wait a second. Your last day of school is Friday. You're off all of next week, all of the week after that, and half of the next week. Shit's about yes. to get real in this so house. If you're a, I mean, I just always think about because I was the, I was the kid of a single mom, and I'm thinking, man, man, if you're if you're somebody who works and you've got to work basically all the way up until like Christmas Eve, like you 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 got to work all the way to the 23rd. And then you get off on the 26th because the 26th is, is 25th. So then you're working the whole next week. And then you don't get the observation of, of New Year's Eve. So you're back on that Monday, the 3rd. And the kids don't go back till Wednesday. That's a lot of childcare you need. There's a lot of days you need to watch, have somebody watch your kid at the end of the year when everybody is extremely busy. I feel for parents. I really do. It's a major, major stress. And in this town, nothing's closed. Now you have to work the holidays like in the book. Right. It's a full slate of games. What am I going to do? Take off Christmas? You you know, used to take off Christmas every year. Like I would work Thanksgiving. They would give me Christmas off. And then it was all hands on deck for New Year's. Unless, you know, you got tickets to the Rose Bowl or something. And then I would work double if somebody got an opportunity to do something. But. It's really hard. This is this, you know, it's it's it, any business when you're yeah. open. I mean, like I grew up in a retail business. We were open until Christmas Eve, halfway through the day. Wow. Because people were coming to shop for last minute gifts. It was like, what do you mean you're off school? No, you're coming to work. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, she did she she came home on Monday and she was like, I don't have school. I said, sorry, she was like, I don't, I don't have homework. Like, you don't have homework. She's no. like, no. I'm like, do you have your spelling test on Friday? They have a spelling test every Friday. She's like, no. No. So, like, the teachers are just like, what? <laughs> like, I mean, I don't mean rat rip teachers, but, like, it's just one of those things. It's like, shouldn't you have a normal week of school and make, thing, make the kids do schoolwork all the way up until the fact that no. they're going to be off for a week before Christmas? No. I get it. It was, like, up until Christmas and the kids are going to be distracted. Santa Claus is coming. I get that. But their last day is the 16th. Christmas is the 25th. <laughs> like this is don't make so, no sense. I, I was like, I thought they would have school next week. Yep. So did I, at least till Thursday. Yep. But uh, well, I mean, when I was in school, I, so I remember, I remember we would have, 
the week between Christmas and New Year's off. And then you'd have like a couple of days into January, like the second or third, and you go back to school. You wouldn't have the entire week off. Now, here's what we don't have. We don't have snow days here. That's Ever. why they can, that's why they can do it. Because when right. we grew up, they had snow days built into the schedule. They had to go to school on the 19th, 20th, 21st, and 22nd because they had to get the days in knowing what was coming right. in January, February, where they're going to be out three, four, five days for snow. Right. We don't have, we don't have that. <laughs> so they get their snow days built into the schedule. Our snow days, full days off. I think I had like three my whole life. Like, but we had one or two hour delays on the regular. That's oh, what we had a lot of snow days we, in, in Massachusetts. We had in Andover. We had a lot of snow days. We yeah, had they didn't five. cancel school for shit. Well, you guys also didn't, you also didn't, you guys weren't close enough to the ocean to get affected the way that we were. Oh, man, what are you talking? We got, we got, I bet we got more snow in Pittsburgh than you got there. It was crazy. But more snow in Pittsburgh than in Boston. I need to check this now. It rains more in Pittsburgh than it does in every city in America, except that's fine. I, 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 that's for precipitation too. So Boston has 23% more rainy days than Pittsburgh. 23%? More rainy days on average than Pittsburgh. Yep. Wow, I bet you see the sun more there. Uh, but your average snowfall is 28 inches. Boston's 48 inches. Oh, thank God. <laughs> so we get way more snow than you. Um, we have more sunny days than you. We have 200 days on average of sunny days. Pittsburgh has 160. Your average temperature high in July is 84, ours is 82. Average low is 21, ours is 19. Ooh, you are also way higher up than us, elevation-wise, because we're sea level. You're not. Right. You're at six, six, 760 feet above sea level. Ooh. We're at sea level, basically. So, right, so you got blasted. You All the time. To, you had to have. You, you had blasts. I mean, just... There is a nor'easter churning right now up the East Coast at the moment. And if you're in the path of that thing, I would be looking at your, your local weather report because you're going to get like a foot of snow. You're going to get yeah. drilled. <laughs> I, talked to, I, I talked to J.D. Dawson's going to pick his daughter up a day early at UConn. For that reason? Prepare. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's coming. He I said, mean, you know, he said, you just tell your teachers you ain't going to school on Friday. I'm coming to get you today. Because we're not going to be able to get there tomorrow if the weather even comes close to hitting what it's supposed to hit. Yep. And I was like, man, forgot about having to think about that shit. Oh, it's that's what I mean. we talked about yesterday. Like why people in the, in the Northeast are grumpy all the time. Oh. You can kind of see it. Like the level of stress. You're like, I got to get my kid from school. It's finals week for her. So she's got to take the final. If she can't take the final, she's got to get to go to class, tell the professor, hey, I got to leave. My dad's got to come get me because the weather is coming. I can't get buried in stores, Connecticut. No one wants to live here in stores, Connecticut anyway. Now I'm going to get stuck here for the holidays. Get me the hell out of here. <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> Took a shot at stores in there again. It's not hard to take shots at stores, Connecticut. Oh, it's easy. Man, oh man. Checkers. It's not hard to do this. Everybody knows this. They all, all that's why parents, all the kids are like, come uh, get me, please. It's like going to every Orno, Maine. I'll give stores this. It's not Orno, Maine, where the University of Maine is. That is shining. That is that that is the epitome of a horror film to go to college. And it's so funny because like I wanted to go to Maine to play hockey oh. when I was young, 
That's where Paul Korea was going. The main black bears. They had program. the coolest uniforms and all this other Blue. stuff. Yeah. And then I looked at a map and I'm like, <laughs> where is it? Like, <laughs> man, it's Canada. I, I don't think I, I, I could skate, but I couldn't NHL skate. Like I'm not going to the NHL. Like I just, I'm not, I'm not big enough. I'm not fast enough. I ain't going to Maine to go to school. Look at this place. Remember looking at it, you know, back then you had to like, Look at pictures in a book. There was no internet. Like I was like, where am I going? That's awesome. You know? Middle of nowhere. That's where you're going. Literally the middle of nowhere, which yeah. Buffalo is not the middle of nowhere, but it's kind of like bordering on Buffalo, middle of nowhere. <laughs> so the forecast for Saturday. Yeah. Is three to Cold. three to six inches or, or so. Snow. Yeah. The overreaction's already starting. Yeah. The freakout is already starting. Yeah, did Benny Heist put something out? Oh, I got a tip. Benny, we we I mean, come on. We knew about this on Monday. Here what comes. kind of tip did you get, Benny? So, well, the tweet we have. So we, we can put it put up on Benny saying, I there it is. Just got a tip. The Dolphins bill total is about to nosedive. If you oh. like 43 and a half, I would grab it now. Shocking. And I like Benny. He's a good dude, but it's funny. I was like, um, Please do dive, by the way, because the wind gusts in Buffalo, nine miles an hour. There's no you know wind coming to- in this game, guys. You know what the total is right now? 42 and a half? What? 44 and a half. It's the right move. Over. This game's going over. That's the right move. This game's not... St- I mean, Buffalo is going to score at least 28 points in this game. They're getting four touchdowns themselves in this game. It's 44... Everywhere painted and 44 and a half at Circa. And one of the places down south is 44 with the juice over minus 15, which I don't agree with, guys. If you're down there watching the show, um, whether it's in Costa Rica or Curacao or Antigua, I love you all. I, I, I'm impressed with your ability to continue to earn and do what you do, but don't start putting the juice on the fucking total. Just move, move the damn number, please. There's no need to start doing that. Don't, don't do that. Just go to 40. Even on key numbers. It's a total. I know, but there are key yes. numbers on totals. Move the number. <laughs> Who wants to try to explain anywhere let alone on your app why it's 44 and i gotta lay 115 if i want to bet over i'm just gonna go find another place that's 44 minus 110 Mm -hmm. i don't need to i don't want to what am i doing here just just again maybe i'm old maybe i'm just one of those guys that says they know and don't know and all that other stuff but just go to 44 and a half what's the worst gonna happen you take a bet under and move it back. Who cares? Yeah, I think that game. I, if you're betting under based on weather, it's the wrong side based on weather. Game, every game could go over. Every game could go under. But Tariq Hill being out, yes, don't think it's that big of a deal. I think Miami will put enough points up on the board for this thing to go over because I do think Buffalo is going to throw the ball all over the Dolphins. Jimmy Jack with 4K said. To ask Matt, when's the last time the Bills scored 28 points? Go back Probably and look at that. Six weeks ago? It's been a while. Um, let's see. I'll tell you right now. 
Um, the last time the Bills scored 26 points, which uh, let's 28 points rather. Bills scored. Uh, they scored 28 points against the Lions three weeks ago. Thanksgiving scored scored 31 points against the Browns. Scored 30 points against the Vikings. Yeah, I mean, three weeks ago, dude. Pump the brakes there, all right? Like, like, let's let's calm yourself down. Let's go. When's the last time the Bills have been fine? Okay, the Dolphins secondary is god awful. Right, it's not good. They're going to throw um, the ball. They're going to move the ball. The Dolphins defense and then the Dolphins in the cold. It's never any fun when you're a warm weather team going up there having to tackle Josh Allen. That's not fun. Guard Stefan Diggs. You're always a half a step slow because you're frozen. Did you see uh, McDaniel, the coach, dancing with the with the Capri pants? Mike McDaniel? Practice? Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, he's down in Miami wearing a shirt. I wish it was cold. Oh, no. Wearing a T-shirt with Capri pants, dancing as they were stretching to practice. Yeah. I was like, I would have gone. Man, I don't know what he's on, but he gets it. Oh, he's fun. He's yeah. he's fun, but he's trying also to keep his team light after losing back-to-back games and having three in a row staring right in the face. Right. And eight and six bringing the Patriots right back into the conversation for a wild card spot. Let's see. Said that um, moving the juice on the stand, still on a number discourages the action. You're right. It does. Who's that good for the player, the book or anybody? We want more action. I, 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 I don't think we should be doing that. Yeah. It's interesting. All right. Uh, before we get to some other bowl games, I, I threw this into an ad. I think Matt's got this, but did you see who the new office offensive coordinator is going to be here in Vegas? Only because you did it in an ad and in, in, in an ad, I mean an ADD, not an ad like advertisement, yeah. which by the way, we are looking for as well. If you'd like to <laughs> advertise on the show, you're more than welcome to come and talk to us. <laughs> Heard a nice little discussion yesterday about a new uh, up and coming thing, which had me ask more questions and answers. Actually, that was that was an interesting uh, it was an interesting phone call. But yes, not an ad. A D. This is an A D D ad. Did I see? Do you think the people saw? I think they have because it's become a joke. Bobby Petrino is back in FBS football. He was the head coach of Missouri State, and now he's coming in as the offensive coordinator for Barry Odom to run the offense here in Vegas for UNLV. Um, do you, you remember, remember Bob, what do you remember Bob Petrino for? Well, no, no, but first, like, do you remember in Huntsville, Alabama, when the guy stopped the dude from breaking into the house and he said, hide your kids and hide, he said, hide your kids, hide your women. I think he said, you remember that guy? He became an internet sensation, a big meme, hide your kids, hide your women. <laughs> He no, was a because he because he, he stopped his sister for getting a guy that was breaking into his into his house. Okay, it's a big story. My friend down in Huntsville did it. The guy with the red bandana being an internet meme. Mikey Awesome, the boys will do a great job with this. Okay, this is what I felt when I saw Bobby Petrino coming to Vegas. Coming I was like, Vegas. hide your interns, everyone in, hide your interns. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're definitely never getting off late night. Hide your interns. What are you doing to us here? What do you mean? What did he do? You don't remember what he did? 
Remember the motorcycle? The football was assistant? An, was, was, was she an intern? She was a football assistant. She was an intern first and football assistant. She basically was a glorified intern. Back of a motorcycle, him, him, and, him, and the neck, him and the neck brace <laughs> doing the press conference. Can you? <laughs> can we, we can get, drink 24 hours a day here in this town. You can go out. It never closes. And we have Bobby Petrino is the new OC in Vegas. Oh, my. Shit writes itself. Oh, my. <laughs> Listen, everybody I mean, deserves all places, a second chance. Like what? are we doing everybody deserves a second chance a third chance a fourth chance i think bobby's on his fifth um it's gonna be fun i mean there's gonna be really <laughs> really <laughs> are we sure that's gonna be fun <laughs> it's one word for it there's bobby's agent taking on new clients that's not because i i, I would like job. to talk to bobby's agent about um some things because you know ha what's the pitch hey bobby's coaching up here He's really doing good. He can come call plays for you down in Vegas. No, don't worry. Bobby doesn't done. He don't do none of that no more. Bobby ain't. There's, there's gambling joints open all the time now. You know that. There's a lot of people around them gambling. No, 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 no. no. Bobby's going to stay focused guys, on campus. The, he, I have to read this story because it's so good. Oh, boy. This is, this is from Wikipedia. This is what happened in oh April of 2012 with Bobby Petrino at the time head coach of Arkansas. He had a motorcycle crash near Highway 16 while he was riding with former Arkansas LSEC volleyball player, Jessica Doral, who he had hired on March 28th, literally like a week prior, he hired her to be from the student athlete development coordinator for the football program. After she had served as a fundraising coordinator for the Razorback foundation. I mean, this is great. I got the listing glasses on, but I got to put these dark ones on after this story. On April like the 10th, they announced uh, that Petrino uh, had been fired during the investigation. It was discovered that Petrino had made previously undisclosed gifts of $20,000 in cash to Doral as a Christmas present. It was also revealed that Doral may have received, may have received preferential treatment in her hiring at the football staff. Oh, <laughs> may have. Best qualified. <laughs> Come on. Petrino's attempt, uh, he was fired for Petrino's attempts to mislead the public and the athletic department about her hiring after not disclosing the relationship before the accident. <laughs> oh, my God. It also determined that the $20,000 payments could expose Arkansas to sexual harassment lawsuits if they had kept Bobby Petrino around. <laughs> oh and now he's in Vegas coaching the offensive the offense for UNLV. Uh, oh, there's nothing to add. This is the <laughs> chat is blowing up. This is unbelievable. The chats is uh, calling a cat that's got nine lives, all these other things. I mean, I just want to know what a football assistant is. I did. It's, it's a job. That's a job. How do you a football assistant? Uh, who knows? So, yeah. So buckle up. Barry Odom has now decided to bring Bobby motorcycle driving Petrino to Vegas. At least he's 61 now. Maybe he's aged. Maybe he's matured a little bit. Do you think no one else would take the job? Like, there's, I mean, what call was Bobby for Barry? Hey, but Barry's hey, a defensive mind. He wants right. to give a guy who has a, I mean, look. The guy can coach offense. No debate there. Went to Missouri State, kind of rehabbed himself. Maybe he wants to do the Nick Saban thing, you know? Like, hey, you know, give guys second chances. Good coaches that screwed up. Let's bring them in. Give them a chance to rebuild their reputation. Move <laughs> on somewhere else. 
give these guys credit, man. They can just take the next job wherever it's at and just move on. And there's no, there's no looking back. I heard a great expression. I'm gonna, I'll repeat it uh, for best thing about today. But um, it said there's a reason why the windshield is way bigger than the rearview mirror. It said focus on where you're going. Oh, rather what? than looking back, you got to know who's coming behind you and keep an eye on it, but don't Watch focus on it. Focus on what's in front. Hmm. These guys, these coaches. Can you make the analogy that there are, there are three mirrors looking behind you than one looking forward? Is that you going to add to that? Is that going to end the argument of, of how big the, because it's three to one? I'm just talking about what <laughs> I know. I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just being a, a jerk. Counselor, <laughs> I'm just being a jerk. Girl. I'm just saying there's three mirrors looking backwards versus one. Just damn it. Hypothetically. Drew Brees is coaching college football, Mr. Sherapin. Just for the bowl game, though, right? Yeah, I guess. Maybe. What? Drew Brees is helping Purdue prepare for their bowl game. Hey, Prime. Prime started a whole new career coaching. Maybe Drew's done with the he's done with the announcing. He's done with the political stuff too. He's He's, done with being a he's done with the sports. He's he's done with the sports book stuff, obviously. I mean, they tried to kill him, you know. You can't you can't you can't get Drew Brees. So now he's gonna coach. Maybe if he likes it. Doesn't Purdue need a coach? They no, they hired somebody. Purdue oh. just Purdue just hired somebody. Um, oh. oh, okay. He is. Hold on. I know. I just saw this. The new head coach for Purdue is Ryan Walters. They hired their defensive coordinator. Oh, okay. Yeah, they elevated him. Oh uh, no, sorry. No, he was. Yeah, he was in West Lafayette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Ryan Walters to coach the Boilermakers. But I mean, the Citrus Bowl. Drew Brees coming back. All right. I mean, I guess I could see Drew Brees as a coach. Yeah. My man Kiefer said the Purdue quarterback opted out this morning. Yeah. <laughs> he saw Drew Brees coming and said later, <laughs> I'm out. But he's having. I mean, in all defense to to Ian O'Connell, I mean, his brother passed away. He's had a really tough month. So, could see him. I'm getting ready for the draft. I, look, these bowl games are going to have a really tough time for the next couple of years. Do we figure out this whole name and likeness thing and what's the benefit? What's the value of playing in a bowl game? If you have any type of hope of playing in the league next time, you have no chance of, you know, to wonder what you're going to do with that and how you're going to do it. <laughs> what? Mo was on yesterday with me, Gabe and Cam, and he said that Washington State has practiced twice. They get 15 allotted practices for these bowl games. These they've pra- he's heard they practiced twice. So twice. Twice because of opt-outs, injuries, all kind of other stuff. They've only practiced twice. They play tomorrow. Wow. So like you get named a guy who's never coached. I mean he's a Hall of Fame quarterback, but he's never coached to be the coach of a bowl game. Where the defense is still coming. They're still hitting you. And you're going to be a quarterback. And this guy's like shows up, probably nice new pair of shoes. He gets all the gear and the windbreaker and is going to call the plays. Like, I I appreciate the fact that they do this, but it's like, hey, man, I could get career injured every play. What are you doing here? 
<laughs> right? So I, 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 I don't know. Like the bowl game things is so – it's getting really murky. It's getting really murky for the kids. Do you think there's any ever a time where the books just say we're not we're not booking this? It's it's too hard. That's a tough one because if you don't do it, you get called every name in the book bad. Come here. There's no it's okay. Come on. There's no there's no reward. There's no. And everyone else is doing it's it. Fine. So you may lose revenue. It's fine. It's fine. It's the cat's fine. Go it's ahead. <laughs> She's like, what do you need? Just say it. What do you need? Okay. Here. <laughs> here. Go ahead. No, go. Okay. Then go. You're all good. Leave the cat. It's fine. She's having a fit because she's the cat's in here and she knows the cat's not supposed to be in here. So she's oh. bad. She opened the door and the cat got in here. So oh. leave the cat. You may see the cat jumping around in here. Who knows? We'll just I'll, I'll fine. The put the cat on the show. No, please. No, it's, it's super annoying. Hopefully he'll go outside. And there'll be no problems. Um, I, I think it's interesting because if you look at the bigger picture right now for you guys, bookmakers behind the counter, the information it's it feels a little bit like the nfl draft to me where like there are some people who are going to know more than you guys because they're closer and inside the program and the bookmakers may find the information out last or not last late compared to what after the bet comes yeah after the bet comes i mean the the bet is always the best indicator right you have to know the difference is you can let somebody come in and bet a game regular for the limit and not move the number. Right. You can't do that in the bowl season because you don't know where this bet is coming from. Right. Whether you're being set up or they really do know a little more, something like that. And you go, damn. So now it just becomes a pure bookmaking mindset. Like just, I don't know nothing. Every guy I'm taking a bet from is sharp and it might, might put you on the wrong side of games. It's hard. But I don't think they'll stop taking the bets on it. There's too much business in general. I mean, the big bowl games, forget about no. it. They'll never yeah. stop taking it. Well, those are like NFL games, though. I mean, the big bowl games have so much attention. The kids aren't being distracted. You aren't. I mean, some are opting out. But the ma- the vast majority are not going to opt out because of the eyeballs that are going to be on those games. So when the playoffs expand, I'm just wondering, like, once we go to 12 teams or 16 teams, what does the Music City Bowl look like? Like what does the I've cheesy- been asking you that? That's I I don't know. Like why are they why do they still exist? What does the cheese it bowl look like? What does the 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 I mean, I think there are certain bowl games for like max schools. It's a, it's still a real big reward to those kids because 85 to 90 percent of the kids playing in the Mac are not going to play in the pros. Sure, there's 10 percent. One in 10 may wind up playing in the pros. But for the best, those kids are going to opt out and not play in the bowl game. So the, the majority like, of the kids like one in a hundred. All right, but like every once in a while, there's there's quarterbacks that play in the MAC that are you know Ben Roethlisberger types, right? That are there. So like that guy's not going to play in the in in the poll game going forward. But I just wonder like what is the bigger picture for these lower level bowl games that are like in the in but like for for instance the Las Vegas Bowl. Okay, was like the bowl game that's going to be played here this weekend in Vegas, Oregon State against Florida, right? Right. So Anthony Richardson's not playing in this game. No. If you have anybody, if you have a top three round talent at Florida and you're, you're, you're draft eligible and you're going out, you're not playing in this game. 
So like, while the brand name says Florida and the brand name says Oregon state, it's not really Florida versus Oregon state. (laughs) It's not really the teams we watched all year long playing against each other. So the handicap, the number, everything is going to be affected by who's playing and who is not. Everything is affected. It's, It's, it's really tough. I mean, but don't forget at schools like that, every kid behind them is probably an all American. Like somebody's playing. You mean a high so, school All-American? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. The kid, kid can play, right? At the SEC level, at the Big Pac-12 right. level, the kid, the, yeah, it's not yeah. Like It's not like they're just picked yeah. up kids off the walk-on squad and just said, hey, or, you know, play. Like the kids behind the kids can play at schools, at big schools like that. So it's really hard. A lot of times, like I said, you put up numbers and then you just – I love it. I used to love it from a book's perspective because it's, again, it's pure bookmaking. It's mm. pure your opinion, mine. You bet. I move it. I take another bet on the other side, come back and bet it again. You know, we could bounce Florida and Oregon State. I could bounce between 10 and 10 and a half for two weeks. That's mm. a dream. Let's go. You know, and if I need more money, I go to nine and a half. And if I need extra, and nobody's taking 10 and a half. I just go to 11 and take a bet. I mean, it's all about taking bets and volume. So I just don't know from a sport point of view, does college football want those things to go away, p I think the lower level, the max, the Conference USA is the Americans. I think those kids will always appreciate going to a bowl game. I think the SEC, the Pac-12, the Big Ten schools that go six and six or seven and five, and they have other things, other aspirations. I mean, we were talking about this a little bit, and I didn't really mention it, but like the Creighton Blue Jays, I I talked to a bunch of people. The Jays have never been a top 10 program preseason before, highest ever. They never had the attention in the offseason that they had before. And what came with that offseason attention was money over-the-counter, legitimately reported dollars, six-figure salaries, what these kids are making. And people around the Jays program pointed to it and said, it's a big problem right now with these kids because the hunger is not there. They, they, they went out there and they, you could see it in their eyes that like they don't have to kill themselves the way that they once did. The coaches have to treat them. The coaches can't talk in the same way that they used to. They got to be careful. They can't sit there and yell and scream and freak out at their at their players the same way because they're making $150,000. So that changes a lot. The kids don't have to play in the bowl games then. They don't got to play in the bowl games. They're good. Like, hey, man, I got my money. Like, I, I'm, I'm good. Like, and look, I don't know what it would have been like for me if I was, you know, a certain age and I was given that type of money. If I was 21 and I was given $150,000 because I would think it's always going to be like that. The money's always going to be there, right? You never have that like, oh, well, at one point you need a real job, right? At one point you need a real situation. So yeah, that's the fear that I've got. Hold on. <laughs> there goes the cat. The cat is out. <laughs> Just like that. Well, um, I say it about... He's about to I, smack the microphone off the... <laughs> Yeah, well, that was good. Yes, we're good. Now. Keep the cat out. Um, I said this about 
like the book has taught me so many lessons about life, but this is one that I knew before, but got accentuated by being in the book and having this type of life. You have to learn how to lose before you know how to win. You have to. If you win easy first and everybody kisses your ass, so you put in the work, but you, you, you win easy, meaning you're 19, you got a scholarship, you put in the work, you've earned it, but you're six foot eight, you won the, 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 the lottery too for genetics, and you get a scholarship, and now you're getting paid $150,000 a year, where most of the United States, that's their highest earning job of their life. And they had to learn how to make it on $9 an hour as a college graduate and hustle and live at home and work two jobs on the side and do all this other stuff. If you don't learn how to lose at the bottom, if you're giving it at the beginning when you win, you don't, you got big problems coming because you don't win for your life. There's good days, there's bad days, there's good years, there's bad yeah. years, just like in the book. There's good weeks, there's bad weeks. And the Jays have lost five games in a row. Opened up 6-0. and They've lost five games in a row. And the, 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 the prevailing thought after the BYU game, I was talking to some people who were Creighton fans, they are like, you know, the problem is they were handed a lot in the summer, and then they hit r- real adversity, and they don't know what to do about it. They don't really – because in the back of their head – that fear of, oh my gosh, I could lose my scholarship. Oh, oh my gosh, huh. it's, re- it's really embarrassing. Oh my gosh. They've been given a hundred, some of the guys are getting $150,000 to play basketball. It's, I mean, it's a three month season. It's Here's really hard. It's changing things. We've, look, I've thought about it for a long time. I've wanted kids to be in control of their own name and likeness. I've wanted, but I, my idea for paying players wasn't to pay them in real time. My idea was to pay them when they leave. You, I would want to put money into accounts. I would give them for every year served. They'd make a percentage of the black, whatever yeah, the, but they the program were making is. The money while they were there before under the table, but they weren't making this much money. At least Creighton wasn't. Okay, Creighton. Well, everybody, the bottom got raised up with all this, right? Yeah, like the, the backup guys were always getting paid, but the, uh, now the bottom I mean, is raised up. I, I think at major universities, they were always getting something in the recruiting process. But yeah. once they got to school, most kids weren't paid directly when they got to school. They were paid in kind. What I mean is they got perks. They got cars to drive. They got special yeah. treatment. They got yeah. better houses. They've got – they tra- they traveled. They were flown home for Christmas by the coaches. Yeah. They got things that other student body – people didn't get, but they weren't handed checks. Like here is $150,000. Here you go. Like they, it wasn't that overtly obvious, right? They were getting paid for what they were doing. They weren't appearing on billboards and getting paid or doing ad campaigns and getting paid. So like, yes, hundred percent, the kids were getting paid on the table. So we're taking that black money, that dark money and putting it into the, in the spotlight, which I love. But the problem that I've got is that you've got, these kids now who are having to make business decisions, legitimately making business decisions about where they want to go to school, what coach they want to play for because of how much money they might be making or how they can raise their brand versus this is the better place for me to be for life. I don't know. I, I it's, 
the the struggle is so real for the kids that don't get it. Like for yep. you know, like I mean, I got so many kids that I coach that you know, one year and done, either lost the scholarship, hated it, we had to transfer, go to another school, quit playing the sport altogether, didn't do their schoolwork. There's a couple that have successfully made it through the first year and are back for the second, but it's a fucking job. It's a job, and they can take it away just like that, just like, just like us, just like everybody. Your job, yeah. it can change in a heartbeat, out of your control. Mm. You got to do what you can to make sure that doesn't happen, and you can do everything right, and they can still take it away. So this takes away all of that fear, all of that um, uncertainty, and maybe a little bit of the, the hard work and the desire. I don't know. Yeah, the heart. I think it takes away the gun to the head. That's the problem. You don't do this. What happens? Well, I'll be fine. <laughs> like, that's the problem. Is They don't have the same fear that they once did of like, oh, my gosh, what happens? There's got to be a happy medium. I don't think you need to live and work every day with a gun to your head. That's no, not, but in college kids, I mean, that's in big time college athletics. That's what guys, friends of mine who played basketball at high levels have all told me that like you oftentimes do live in, in fear for what may happen because the coach decides to throw you off the team or cut you or not play you. And then you're done. <laughs> like, like you're, That's it. The, the margin between you and the guy behind you is so small that one coach's decision can change your entire life in terms of, are you a pro basketball player or are you an NBA player? Are you nothing? Are you just an accountant after school, after you graduate? So yeah, it can be, it can be tough. It can be difficult oh, to, to, to have that yeah. burden on your shoulders all the time. And then this kind of takes it off, which is right. I think you're right. There's some good to that. There's some good that you're not living in fear all the time, but does that mean that you're out there? Do you care that you've lost five games in a row and you were a top 10 team and now you're not going to be ranked for another, maybe, Two months if you win that comes from play. here you can't you can't that you either learn that from your parents and your family and your and how you're brought up or you you, you have it here or you don't mm-hmm. whether you're getting money or not take pride in your work every every day no matter what you do i i, I, yeah. I say it all the time i am from the time i was a little kid my dad said i don't care what you be what you are just be the best one of that so if you're going to be a janitor be the best janitor if you're going to dig ditches, be the best dick, ditch digger. If you're going to be the best whatever, just right. make sure you're the best for you. So you could go to sleep, put your head on a pillow at night, know you're doing the right thing. And then when you start a family and all that other stuff, that's how you teach them. You show up. I mean, we're here every day. This is so 90% of life is showing up. It's a great quote. That was that was <laughs> Connor in that in yep. that movie Hardball. He said yep. 90% of life is showing up. And I'm amazed at your ability. Those kids were broke. We're playing baseball in Harlem, and they were at practice every day because their practice was the best part of their day. Find how to make it the best part of your day. Why do you think people keep coming here? Mm. We love you guys for coming here. I mean, you know we're going to be here. We got people talking to people in the chat. I told you to talk to Andrew and his wife, Ashley. They like coming in the chat and seeing people who's here and talking to each other (laughs) in the chat. He's like, I don't, he can't wait to see the videos because he don't, like he saw the Stevie Mac video. He was like, dude, that dude is big. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> nobody knows what anybody looks like. That's what I came up for tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be awesome. Tomorrow, gonna be awesome. Tomorrow, 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 that's why tomorrow's going to be a lot of fun because we get to kind of show everybody what, what the brigade looks like. So Iowa, Kentucky, that bowl game, 
the total is sitting at 31 and a half. Yeah, nobody's betting. Anybody betting the under or the over? Is this going to be just like a game that books don't really want to care about? Just hopefully no one bets it. Or does money come in on the under or the over this in this? No, this is, you know what this is? This is Army Navy. Yeah. Just different bowl. But the number's absurd. <laughs> what can you do with it? You just let it sit. And I- I'm waiting for someone else to say they're not playing for one of these teams. Well, no, both teams' backup quarterbacks are in this game. I was got a third string quarterback playing right. in this game. The backup to Will Levis for Kentucky is playing in this game. Starting running back who accounted for all their offense, basically. He's not playing in the He's game for Kentucky. Um, the wideout for Iowa has left. Their top wide receiver has left into the portal. Um, like there's nobody, there's no skill on offense on, on either team oh. playing in this game. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what in the world to even do with it. Like... I don't know. As of right now, if forced, what would you bet? I'd under. bet under. Under. It, it's the lowest bowl game total since 2000, if this is where it closes. I don't know. If we're sitting there today, let's see a couple places. Yeah. In 1992, Arizona <laughs> against Baylor was 34. That was the lowest since 1990. So ESPN stats and info says it's the lowest since 2000. If it closes at 31 and a half. Oh, let's go to 31. That's what if we're sitting Just around, to see. we're talking about this. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go to 31 and see what happens. What's the worst that can happen. Somebody bets <laughs> us over. Right. Right. Okay. So I'm going to play a game with you. Yes. So these are. This is an off just from an offshore, but I'm going to steal it because I think it's fun. It's, it's, a, it's a fun little exercise. I'm going to give you a question mm-hmm. and then I'm going to tell you what previously last year the number was. And you tell me, are we going over? Or are we going under? All right. Okay. You confused me already, but go ahead. So I'll explain it. The highest scoring bowl game with the most amount of points. Okay. Was last year. Bowl last year. Nope. Western Kentucky against Appalachian State. Oh. 97 points. Oh, I thought there was a hundred points scored in that game. Okay. 97 it wasn't a hundred points scored in a bowl in the Rose bowl either. Last year, 97 points total Western Kentucky Appalachian state was the okay. highest total highest scoring bowl game last year. Okay. The current over under for the highest scoring bowl game this year is 105 and a half points. Wow. Somebody gonna is someone going to beat 105 and a half points being scored in a single bowl game this Damn, year? Damn, son, that's a lot of points. <laughs> you need a clean ride, or you need a lot of mess ups, <laughs> you know, turnovers and stuff. What's the highest total of the bowl season so far? Good I, question. Uh, I think Western Kentucky see. is up there. Sixty guys, if you see it in it, put in your in the chat. Put it the oh seventy. Oh no. That's There's incarnate seven. word in North Dakota State is 72 and a half. Okay, North Carolina, On Oregon. Friday, tomorrow. North, Ca- North Carolina, Oregon is 71 and a half. I think that's the highest. I think yeah, that's, yeah, the th- that's, that's the highest of like the marquee bowl games. Uh, no, that's the highest of all the bowl games. That's, that's the highest of the bowl, of bowl games. games, right? Yeah, 71 yeah. and a half is, is the high. So can Oregon, North Carolina get to 105 and a half? Uh, Kansas, Arkansas is 68 and a half. That's a good one. That's a good one. 
TC Michigan five. I'd go under. I would that's too. A, that's a lot of points, man. They're expecting it. I mean, this this book is setting it at 105 and a half for a reason. I can't believe it because last year was 97. And I'm like, okay, so what you must have numbers that's projecting that one of these bowl games is going to turn into a 55-50 type of game. No, this is you you put it up like that to make sure you don't take an over bet. <laughs> you put it, but you must but you must know that an over situation could happen then. No, no, you no. You want to no, pay no. the we're under? Just, we're just trying to find the number. I, the worst thing I could do is put up 95 and a half and the first bet I get from a limit player is an over. Then I go, oh, shit. What low. is the number? Okay. If I put up 104 and a half, the first bet I take is under. It better damn well be. Because if it ain't, I better go look at the bowl games and go, shit, somebody. Why is this an over bet? So I need to I need to set the ceiling, ideally, with the first bet. 104 and a half, that better be the top. 105 and a half is the number. 105 and a half? That's the number you can bet. 97 last year. It's a full touchdown touchdown more. Yeah, they added a touchdown more. Oh, man. I don't know. What do you think, Les C? What do you think, Whitrock? Bet smart. 105 and a half. You taking it for the over, the under, highest scoring bowl game? Put it in the chat. We're, I'm going under. You. That's the number, 105 and a half. Would anybody step up to the counter with $100? You got to, I mean, that's a comfortable amount for some people. Maybe that's a peon amount for other people. But if you had a free hundred, would you bet that over or under? That's not a call to action for anybody that's even questioning that. No. We're not going to ask. We can say that on that. the screen. We can say we're on, on the Put screen. Right. We can say about. on the chat, go in yeah. the chat, say over or under highest bowl game. 105 and a half. I'll be surprised if anybody says over. All right. Single team, single team total. Last year was 59 for Western Kentucky. Over under 59 points being scored by a team this year in a bowl game. You know me, I'm an under guy. I would say under. Well, if we're going to go under one, somebody's going to five and a half. 60. What somebody the hell game up. somebody put oh, – well, that North Carolina-Oregon game, somebody might put up a 60 spot. That's actually a good one. <laughs> so we're going over on that number? So under for the game, but over under. for a team total? No, I want under. I want under. 59. 60, Jay 60 Galper points. said over. Tyler Betsmart said over. for the Over what? Individual for, or, or for a game? For the highest bowl game. Highest over 105 game. and a half? Oh, my gosh. That's what – I mean, that's what Tyler and Jay said. JG. Iran John said over friends don't let friends bet the under. I say that shit all the time. But Iran Sean, you can be my friend. You're my friend, man. You you can bet under. That's all right. Crazy. What's their limit on it? Um, Tyler offshore, so probably nickel five hundred. Yeah, five hundred bucks. I would hope take it. Yep. Our guy Chris Felicus, before he winds up walking over to uh, across the street, as they say, because he's leaving ESPN to walk across the street. His thread this morning on bull betting guide trends is unbelievable. Couldn't yeah. I couldn't tag it all, but I just grabbed one that I thought was worth talking about that's interesting. Chris wrote, if you really like a favorite in a bowl game, don't be afraid to play the alternate line. In the last 10 years, 184 favorites 
covered the number 49.2%, but 128 of them, the favorites that covered beat the closing number by at least seven points, 70%. So if you're laying a touchdown, the chances of the team winning by 14 points is pretty good. So here, I'm going to, I'm going to put my glasses on, make sure my hat's on straight for this one. (laughs) Say it again. If you beat like a favorite line by how much the average of seven points, at least seven points. So that's the CLV. That's the, the beat the closing line, the game, whoever the favorite was beat the closing line by seven points. Yes. At least, at least seven, at least seven touchdown. Yes. So if you're laying seven, they're winning by 14 or more consistently. Okay. So two things here. One, that's the argument against the importance of beating the CLV. Okay. In a bowl game. Because if the uh, the bowl game lines suck, okay, and nobody knows shit about the bowl games. This year. Including the books. Right. So congratulations, pat yourself on the back if you beat the closing line. And if you lose, please don't cry about it. But two, it's seven points or more. What's the amount of points you get on a teaser, P-Roll? Six. Six. Or seven, depending on what you pay more juice. Or seven, pay more juice. Or ten, pay more juice. <laughs> and at least seven points they're beating that line by. So don't tease. fucking tease the bowl games. Yeah, don't tease bowl games. Uh-uh. And don't tease bowl game favorites. You will need it. Don't tease college football much at all. Right. People really no, like, no. And listen, I'm not telling you what to do or how to do it. I'm just saying you have numbers right there. Evidence. People like evidence. People like numbers. <laughs> That's there numbers. it is. I'm trying to tell you. Don't do right. teasers with the college football bowl games in front of your face. Uh, Omaha steak searing. I take of the day a little early today. Cause I want to kind of break up. We'll get into yep. some uh, yep. baseball talk on the other. What just happened? What to just happened? The- oh, you froze. You're frozen. Oh, I froze. Oh, the cat froze you. Are you back? Yes. Oh, snap your fingers. Oh, he's back. Okay. Whew. Okay. All right, sorry. sorry you were like this too. Oh, anyway. <laughs> a little little '80s pose. So Omaha steak, searing hot take of the day. We're running short. There are ten days left before Christmas. Ten uh, days. It's crazy. Insane. We're going fast. If you need a last second gift, great way to do it. Go to OmahaSteaks.com. Use the promo code BVB. You save forty bucks at checkoff. Half half off right now. The entire site to these curated gift packages they've got available. But it helps us. It supports us. We thank you in advance for doing it. Check out the website, omahasteaks.com. Promo code BVB, 50% off sale. Whole site right now, plus 40 bucks off. Minimum purchase may be required. Check out the BVB code. So there's a journalist in Buffalo who is no longer a journalist. The Greater Niagara Sports it's the newspaper of, I guess, a bunch of like small towns all around. Okay. So this dude decides okay. this, and we're girl dads, but he's a columnist named Jerry Jerry Sullivan. 
Jerry. Hi, Jerry. Jerry Sullivan went on a podcast. Yes, he did. Jerry Sullivan thought it would be a good idea to say that women are, quote, the worst fans or the worst fans really are the women. They don't get critical journalism. They all want to be cheerleaders. <laughs> They're all want to be cheerleaders. Oh, boy. So any woman that's in is a sports fan is now what? <laughs> Jerry? So I'll read you the statement because Jerry got fired, as you would expect, as Jerry now will no longer work at sports ever again. The uh, statement says, in light of the comments made by columnist Jerry Sullivan on a podcast Monday, the GNN Sports Network has made the decision to part ways. We do not condone misogynistic, insensitive, or derogatory comments in any form. We thank Jerry for his efforts and and content during his time with the company. GNN Sports will remain committed to providing readership with accurate, fair, and quality stories. How do people expose themselves on podcasts? I bring this up because it reminds me so often that, and it's why this tattoo is on my arm. Like people get in front of microphones and they forget that the internet knows all. Like. It was a small podcast this guy went on, like just like a local. He's in some, he looks like in the podcast, he's on some like rinky dink, little tiny Buffalo, tiny basement podcast. Right. Think, thinking I can say whatever I want on this. No one's going to find out. No one's going to know. Yeah. If you're a young person coming up in this industry, every single time one of these things are in front of your face, you better watch what you're talking. Just watch think. what you're saying. Just think. <laughs> well, this is the problem. This is what this guy does think. He was honest for a second. He said the quiet part out loud. Maybe. 65-year-old guy's been around for a long time and just decided that, okay, now I'm going to burn my career to the ground. Like, how do you not say, how do you say that out loud and not realize, yeah, I'm going to get into a lot of trouble about this. This is a really bad idea. Was that live or was that recorded? It was recorded. It was a recorded podcast. I mean, I didn't see the right. podcast until I saw the tweet that came out. And when right. the tweet came out, everybody said, what did he just say? <laughs> And like, I mean, every female in sports had it on their timeline yesterday going, I don't know who Jerry Sullivan is, but I'm not really happy with the guy named Jerry Sullivan in Buffalo. I don't People say so much crazy stuff, man. It's just it, it like it's shame it costs people their job, right? Like it just you, you, you understand it. I mean, that's one of the beauties of the fact that we're kind of doing our thing right here. Um, and more there may come a hot time. Than that, though, is, is that, that, that is a, you know, a, a searing of a hot take as you're going to get when you tell all women who like sports they're nothing but cheerleaders. Yeah, I mean, Woo. there's, there's a lot of people saying a lot of stuff out there every day. <laughs> good luck. And uh, good luck. all right, so uh, Lamar Jackson, by the way, and and Tyler Huntley are both going to play, I guess, this weekend. They're both clear to be playing, so that's big news for the Ravens. Watch the line move with the Ravens and the Browns game on that. Hmm. Um. Let's talk a little bit about the Giants. We missed this story, or I didn't get to this story yesterday. Because the this San Francisco Giants or the New York Giants? The San Francisco 13-year giving contract baseball Giants. Everybody just went to three and a half right now on the game tonight. San Francisco. Smart. Bam. Oh, tonight. Wow. Good. San Francisco. Right. Three, and the, we'll we'll three and a half. Painted. Three and a half. CLV there. Bam. Okay, Mr. Baseball. You tell me yeah, what sure. in the holy hell is going on right now in Major League Baseball. What do you mean? They gave Carlos Correa a 13-year contract. I can't explain this, Matthew. 
I they gave no Xander idea. Bogarts an 11 year contract. There's got to be opt outs and all this they, shit. There there's not in it, there's not in Bogarts. No. They gave Aaron Judge a 9 year deal. Aaron Judge 31 what? 31 or, or 32. 31 30 29. That's who we're dealing with right now. So 29 Correa, 30 year old Bogarts, 31 year old Aaron Judge. Uh, am I nuts? What is going on? What are they doing? Do they all have the same agents? I don't think so. I don't think no. Boris is, is Correa a Boris guy. Cause if so, then yes, all three of them do have I the think, same agent. I think so. Okay. They all have the same agent then. I mean, he's selling them on lock them up now, give them more years, you know, cause you're going to have to renegotiate in five, but like, I don't know what they're thinking. Some one of the clever Twitter follows that I follow about baseball, I think it's baseball be smile or something, but you yeah. posted a <laughs> uh a video of an old timers game, guy hitting a ball at the plate right. and it said Carlos Correa in year right. 12 of the contract. Yeah. And I laughed. I was like nobody's thinking about the end. Right. With any of this stuff. Right. right. I don't understand why. I, I I don't understand why. I mean, like we 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 saw we've seen this in real time in our eyes. We've seen the contract that was given to Albert Pujols, yeah. and we saw what the, happened to the Angels and how they oh. were just destroyed by the end of that contract. They had they were just praying for someone to come and get it, and nobody would take it, and it ruined them. And now you've got these teams, the Giants. I mean, I guess they always were like, "Look, it's fine. We'll float it. It's good." Where, where are we going to be in 13 years? Give them, it, it feels a lot like trading prospects and being like, yeah, we'll worry about that later. We want to win right now. We don't got to worry about this. Like this guy will help us win today. Sign him today in 2035. We'll worry about that some other time. Don't worry about what goes on. There. Where are you going to be in 13 years? I don't know where I'm going to be in 13 years. I mean, when I was 30 years old, I didn't know where I was going to be in 13 years. God, in 13 years, our kids will be 21. Right. Just for the record. Yay. I don't even, it's in I can't even imagine what that celebration is going to be like. Whoa. Um, <laughs> isn't it strange though? There's, there's teams like Tampa that just will not get caught up in it and just keep winning. There's teams smart. that are able to do it like the Cardinals. You know, they, yeah. they, they, they let Albert walk. Albert tried to get them to give him that deal. They said, Hey man, we love you, but you are the St. Louis Cardinals. Our fans are going to be fucking pissed off at us for doing this. But we ain't giving you 12 years or 10 years, Albert. We're not. See you later. Go to the beach. Great. You can come back anytime you want. Doors open. You ain't staying. We're not paying. We're not giving you them years. It's hard. It's, I mean, that FOMO thing is real with baseball owners. Carlos Correa? Carlos Correa is good. He got 13 years. Let's oh, this is this, this is a fun exercise. You've seen his stats for his career. Uh not recently. Okay. So this is this is one of I, I went through this the other night when I when, when this contract popped. I was like, this actually is crazy. Carlos Correa in his career. Uh-huh. Okay, career. Uh-huh has never hit more than 24, sorry, 26 home runs. Okay. 
He's never even driven a hundred hundred RBIs. It's a shortstop. Don't forget. Defensively, as a shortstop, mm-hmm. where is he? Top ten, uh, top fifteen, not top five. Definitely not a top five. He's known for his I would, bat. I would guess he's not known. He's not known for his arm. He's not known for his glove. He's known for he his got bat. a gun. He got a gun, but he don't stay healthy. He, he hasn't played. I mean, there's been seasons he didn't play 140 games. I need he's the shortstop played like 140. 153 is the most he's played in 2016. By the way, which was six years ago. <laughs> 99, 153, 109, 110, 75, 58, 148, 136. I mean, they're literally banking. He's he's a career 279 hitter. He's 279? Yeah, 279, average hitter. He averages hitting 19 home runs a year, averages driving in 69 RBIs a year. It's a hell of an agent, man. They gave him 13 years. 13. That's one and three. 13. 13. Baseball's drunk. I mean, there's, there's no other way around this. A 31-year-old got nine years. A 30-year-old got 11 years. And a 29-year-old got 13 years. He ain't playing shortstop. That's for sure. Oh, my God. He ain't playing shortstop in, in, Walker. in, in later years. He's like, like, well, I just... <laughs> You know, and that money in baseball is guaranteed. So he's getting the money. I mean, and now you got to worry about club control, trade clauses, all that other stuff, because it gets to a point where you're like, man, I can't trade him. You know, look at the end of Albert in Anaheim. Right. Wasn't a trade. We had to, like, push him out. Right. Pray that the Cardinal will take him. And just Here. Well, no, he went to the Dodgers first, remember? Oh, right, 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 right. Went right to the Dodgers way. and said, you know, Albert, you, you got it. You know, I got to go home, but you got to get the hell up out of here because that was right. done. So, wow. Yeah. I don't know. Doesn't make any sense to me. The Dodgers have signed Thor to a one-year deal. You're wearing the Dodgers hat. Yeah. Is this signing – this is a little weird, right, to go and get him for a one-year deal? I don't fully understand. I mean, I get why <laughs> Thor's going there. But Syndergaard to sign a one-year deal at 30 years. I can't believe he's only 30 years old, by the way. I thought he'd be so much older than that. He's been in the league for so long. Yeah. But Noah Syndergaard, I don't know. The, the Dodgers have pitching, but like, what does this tell you? He likes he likes LA. He likes being with the Angels. Yep. You know, um, his market back east isn't there because – uh, I mean, any one of the teams in the NL East could have probably used them, except the Mets. The Mets have solidified their pitching pretty much and spent, I don't know what they spent, $300 million. They weren't going to give him no money. Um, The Dodgers need innings eaters. They need somebody to eat up innings. Now, I don't know if they got their guy. <laughs> Is he a I starter? I don't know. I mean, he has to start, right? So it's Urias, well, Kershaw, Gonsolin. They lost Tyler Anderson, but I think I think it's a legitimate shot where you tell them like, "Look, we'll give you a one year deal, and you got a shot at starting as the number five. You got to start, yeah. You got to maybe might be a spot starter. Wow, you know, 
I don't think he's – I don't know. I swear, when I saw him pitch in Vegas, warming up, and I turned to Kylie and I said, that got to be one of the best relievers I've ever seen. And he wasn't a reliever. I said, he should be a reliever. He got up and he started throwing so quickly. And then the ball was making a noise. And I was I was 10 feet away. I was at Cashman watching him warm up. And I was like, there's nobody that could, you can't see the ball. Just have him come in and throw like this for one inning. Why is he a starter? Because he could snap off that curveball too. There's no way. And I think he would have been healthier, but some guys just aren't closers. I think he'd be great in that role. I think he's a better chance of success in that role. And the Dodgers bullpen has been a fucking mess off and off for years. And Jansen just left. He was with, no, he he was with, he he was was with the Braves two years ago left. Yeah. They did closer by did closer by committee last year, right? Yeah. Was never set in stone. So, I mean, they give him an opportunity to come to camp. Listen, man, one year we'll figure it out. Just come on. You know, everyone else is signing people. When Apologies are, you know, amassing an all-star game. The Giants just went and got Correa. You know, they needed a bat in their lineup. Uh, So they make a move to make a move. I mean, do you see any – this didn't move the needle at all for you. I was surprised it made the rundown, right? Because only reason it made the rundown is because it's a one-year, $21 million deal for the Dodgers, and it feels unlike the Dodgers. Dodgers don't normally do this. They don't get a guy on the back end, on the back nine, give him a contract and just say, hey, go ahead. They've gone with their youngsters out of their out of their, their minor league system right. for the last couple of years where they've stated and been like, look, if we have a hole in our lineup, we'll go to double A and we're going to pull up this kid who we think is going to be really, that's how they got Gonsolin, that's how they got, uh, they, they got Anderson. And like, I was just waiting. It just, it shows that they may not have that next, that next guy that they're going to go ahead and fill a hole for one year. Or maybe they got a guy who's one year away from being, Major League Baseball ready. And so they went and got Syndergaard and let him be out there for a year. The boys in the chat are the best. I swear to I, I the this is like doing a live show. We are doing a live crowd. show. I know, but with a crowd <laughs> of people, right. researchers and stuff that want to help us and like talk about this stuff. It's 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 old school radio TV without yeah. taking calls. This is right. fantastic. But like Trent Junk just came in and said, you have to also prepare for when one of your rotation guys inevitably goes down with an injury. Yes. And they're talking about, um, you know, Gorov just threw in the name Dustin May. The redhead got nothing Tommy but John. gas. Right. Yeah. He's the back end of the rotation guy. He oh no, be, Thor will be. Absolutely. Thor's gonna be the fifth starter. I get I get the whole role no, he's gonna play. But he's it's there on in his insurance too. Okay. 21 million. Insurance. It's nice. Nice oh, to have that. Of course. Nice to give a guy 21 million dollars for an insurance policy that you might not need him. <laughs> like that's just psychotic what they're able to do. That's my point. That's why I think it's right. such an interesting signing because it's unlike the Dodgers to do this in recent memory. But it also, I think, shows a little bit of, of an acknowledgement that Kershaw is getting up there in age. They just re-signed him, and they've dealt with injuries throughout their entire pitching staff for a while. Is May going to pitch this year? Could he uh, come back? I mean, I think so. Right? Because he got hurt in the middle of the year, right? They shut him down like in August. <laughs> Sonic said we're like the Price is Right audience, only we're much more <laughs> coherent. <laughs> My gosh, yikes. Uh, Speaking of being coherent, this story is kind of not. 
Did you know, chat, that Caesars is going to be the first app to ever show an NFL football game streaming live? Oh, gosh. And in that app, welcome to micro betting, boys and girls, because Caesars made the announcement today that not only can you watch a game on a Caesars sports app coming soon, NFL games streaming on your mobile device, you can now bet like a Caesar. <laughs> You're going to be able to bet. <laughs> Micro betting on your application. Caesars made the announcement today. <laughs> it is coming. Oh, what'd you say? <laughs> ZZZ for little consig. I told her last night, the boys in the chat said they wanted to meet her. I said, or I said, Kendall, boys in the chat asked a great question. Um, if you could meet somebody, who would you want to meet? You Ooh. know? And I said, she goes, did anybody say me? I said, actually, yeah, three people. Wow. Yeah, so she knows. Um, the micro betting <laughs> thing, you know how I feel. It's too much. It's annoying. It's. Um, but in Europe, just so everyone knows, yeah. in England, you Everybody can bet on selling. a soccer game yeah. while you're watching the game, streaming soccer. on your sportsbook app. Yes, that soccer is made. It's perfect for that. It's perfect. It's a lot of nothing happening. Lines can flow and ebb and move and not, and it's great. They're going to change the play, every, the line every play? Okay. As teams be, get close, it's going to be tough. I've done it. We had only that, betting. the lag is significant. Oh, oh, you're not going to be betting what you're watching. You're, you're, they're, they're a couple plays ahead minutes. or whatever. Minutes, yeah, it's not bad. plays, minutes ahead yeah. of you. Yep. I mean, when I watch tonight, do this. Here's homework assignment for the My movie. Amazon feed, by the way, is lightning. Like, I'm ahead of the boys on Sports Grid here on Amazon. Oh, well, that's because of how they ride. Yeah, but you're still way behind. Oh, for sure. The homework live? for you, too, yeah. if you want. Go open up a sports book with a live feed for the actual number tonight for the 49ers and the Seahawks. Watch where they are. And watch where you are on yeah. your TV and yeah. watch how far behind when a this kick goes the, in. This is the worst one. Is it not the, the Amazon game? This it's is the by worst. far is the worst. It is the slowest. The I watched last week. I'm not kidding. This is I'm not exaggerating. I did it myself. One minute and 36 seconds behind. Oh, no. Was it that long? <laughs> One minute and 36 seconds behind. I watched a kick go through. I watched, or sorry, a kick get scored on the app, watching a live feed. Click. Wait, 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 wait. They hadn't even made the decision to kick the field goal. They hadn't even made the announcement. Oh, here comes a field goal unit. When it was on my feed, on my app, saying really? the field goal had happened. Oh, that's funny. 96 seconds behind. Then it went through. I was like, I tweeted, I go, I cannot believe how slow, how far behind. When I'm watching it on my TV, I have the highest cable internet you can buy. Yeah. And so, I've got a two-year-old smart TV I'm watching it on. This is not an old TV. Okay. High-speed internet. So it's not my lag. All your internet sucks. No, it doesn't. Not nope. my internet. Not my nope. TV. Nope. Okay. Nope. This is the app. This is how it's going through the internet. Ay, ay, ay. And now we're going to bet on our phones? I mean, we're, we're unique because we've been here. We've been doing it for a while. Like in Vegas, it's, it's been, I've done it. We did it back in the day. We were putting up first down markets, whether they were going to get a first down. I mean, and sometimes they got a first down on first down. So we had to put it up eight seconds 
you know, they kept broke the huddle, take it down. The play happened. We're like, shit, take it down, put it up, take it down. We spent more time putting it up, taking it down. No, taking no bets. It's a lot of much ado about nothing. And it's very stressful to watch the game and try to bet every play result of the drive. I love that bet. That micro bet is fun. The drive result. So they get the ball, opening kickoff goes down, touchback, drive result. Punt is favored. Touchdown is next. Or field goal is next. Touchdown is next. Nothing or turnover or something. Turnover and downs is, is the other one. And the odds change. Mm. I don't know how deep they're going to get on this because, I mean, you can do, will the next play be a runner pass? Will the next play, will the next pass be an incompletion or completion? The bets are available for like four seconds. Mm-hmm. You know, in the summer, I was back in Pittsburgh for that baseball thing, and I saw them putting up every pitch, the speed of every pitch. Now, they didn't change the number. It was 89 and a half. They just kept changing the juice when Androlis Chapman was in, throwing 100 every time, and the number was 89 and a half. By the time he threw the eighth pitch in a row, it was minus 300. But you've already made that much money that you can go ahead and roll it over. Right. You're good. Right. <laughs> so you're 89. Just, you know, I'm good. Right. We'll do it again. So, and again. And again. I don't know. Um, somebody in the chat said it really well. Do you, do you think this will help? We're blacked out from baseball games here in six markets. I'm so dumb. It's the dumbest thing ever. Are there going to be blackouts on the sportsbook apps? Of course. Really? There has to be. You're geo-targeted. It has to happen. They're now they are going to. They made the announcement. Major League Baseball said that they are starting to address that issue of blackouts soon. They may knock them all out because the regional sports networks right now are having their own problems. And so are they major league, so major league baseball might just say, look at we did these deals to protect you guys. You guys are so fucked up that we're not protecting you anymore. Open season, watch it because they've got the major league baseball ticket. They would like they would rather be able to offer it to their customers. Like New England, Nesson has owned the Red Sox forever because the Red Sox own the New England Sports Network. They own 85%. The right. Bruins own 15%. They started charging people to watch in New England app games. 30 bucks a month to, to have the Nesson app to watch the Red Sox on the Nesson app. Cause you can't watch it on the baseball package, whatever they call it, extra innings. Yeah. You can't watch it in new yeah. England. You can't watch the Red Sox. So if you want to watch right. the Red Sox on your phone, you could now, now you can, you pay 30 bucks. People in new England were like, get out of here. So that's a huge, it's a mistake. It's a huge problem. Major League Baseball looking at that going like, what are you doing? Like we're charging 25 bucks a month. You're charging 30 bucks a month for one team. We're giving you everyone and you're you're going with one and you're keeping that money. We want that money. So now if we don't let the regional sports networks protect the blackouts, open it up to everybody. Well, then those types of deals go away. So that, that I do think baseball is going to have those at least on some level, like Des Moines, I think has six as five teams. Omaha has four teams. Vegas has six teams. Like, it's just stupid. You can't claim this market as a secondary market if you're in Seattle, and they do. No, Seattle, you're good here. Oh, what are the six then? It's both San LA Francisco, teams. Oakland. Yep, those four. Dodgers, Angels. Those four. Diamondbacks, Padres. Rockies, right? Oh, Padres do too? 
Chargers are blacked out because we get the games on cable. Okay, right. So it's the whole state of California. So it's five. And um, Arizona. Arizona. And Colorado, too. Rockies are blacked out, too, aren't they not? No. Okay, so then six teams. So it's six. It's ridiculous. It's San Francisco ridiculous. to here is an hour flight. Why are you blacking me out? How am I a secondary market? Makes it's crazy. No sense. Makes absolutely no sense. It's the dumbest thing ever. So, yeah, hopefully at some point they address that. And take I that. told you the first year I moved here and I, I realized I got the baseball package. I was so excited because I was on the West Coast and I was like, all right, perfect. I moved here from Arizona. I was a partial season ticket holder down there. I was like, all right, I'll get the package. I'll be able to watch all the Diamondback games and everything else. And they were like, yeah, you're blacked out from six Sorry. markets. I said, there's 30 teams. Six over 30 is 20%. I want a 20% discount. They're like, we don't do that, sir. I said, okay, hold on. Give me the number to the commissioner's office. Oh, I call the commissioner's office every day. Did you really? Yeah. The woman's name that answered the phone was Sharon. I talked to Sharon every day. I said, Sharon, hi, I'm going to call again tomorrow. How it's, long it's, did you call? How many days? Um, In a row. <laughs> probably. It was like, it was April something when I started. And I called until the kids got out of school. I called until June. Oh, my so it was Gosh. probably 45 days. Like I asked her about a weekend and like on Friday, I'd be like, what are you doing this weekend? And all this stuff. Is there any chance I could talk to, to see you today? And she's like, no, Dave, I, I, I can't. And I'm like, all right, well, have a good weekend. I'll call you on Monday. I still want this resolved because I want my 20%. She's like, we're not refunding you your 20%, Dave. I said, okay, we'll think about it over the weekend. Maybe put me in touch with somebody on Monday that will. It was great. <laughs> Pay me to go away. <laughs> Just give you the money. I tried. Away. Here's twenty percent go away. Like you're a multi-billion dollar industry. Just pay you. The sector's like, I'll write you the check myself. How much was it? Twenty-five bucks. Do you want five bucks off? Here you go. <laughs> Here's right? five bucks a month. Go away. I'll take my time back to save me the five bucks. You're you're wasting my time. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. Uh, some NBA conversations. So the Warriors are now two and thirteen straight up. They lost Steph to a shoulder injury yesterday. And they got three games left on this road trip that they're currently on on the East Coast. Are the Warriors just a straight blind fade until further notice? I don't know. Now, I mean, now Steph's hurt. Yeah, right. Got so MRI, is, MRI is shoulder. Yep. Left the game last night with a shoulder injury. This is inexplicable. Two and thirteen on the road. I don't. Want, I mean, we we talked about it yesterday. It was a great clip. Um, how many games are they going to win on the road? Well, of the road favorites too, right? So um, we nailed that last night. Road favorites went 0-3. No, I forgot to tell you in the notes. I wanted That's what I wanted to tell you before the show started. Portland covered. Portland covered the road. They were road favorite. They covered. Uh, hold on. Which number? What do you mean? Because they won by two, right? Portland? Uh, no, Portland crushed them. Uh, let me see. Because it was a two and a half point number and they won by some of one by two. Um, so Atlanta was a road favorite. They lost. Golden State was a road favorite. They lost. Uh, was Portland a road favorite? Uh, Portland was a road favorite. Okay, so Portland did win. So were there four teams that were favored last night? On the road because Miami was favored. They only won by two. 
Yeah, and they're two and a half point favorites. And it felt, yeah, felt that's good. the game. That's the game I was looking at. So yeah. it was one in one in three. Atlanta. No, it was Golden three games. Atlanta, Miami, and uh, Portland, I thought. Golden, Golden State favorite was favored too. Oh, they were. They, well, by the opening number, they closed the dog. Oh, Golden State closed the dog? There were, well, during oh, the yeah. show, during the show yesterday, they were favored during the show. Yeah. That's how, that's how we got on it was the Warriors were favored. Like, how were the Warriors favored? They were minus whatever there were, two, three. Right. In that game. We're like, how in the world are they favored against that team? It made no sense to have them be favored, and they were. Yeah. But I mean, it's. I mean, we can't wild. make any universal, unilateral statements on anything. No, they did close the favorite. Golden State closed one and a half. Wow. See? <laughs> so one and three last night in, on that. So tonight you have Miami minus three and a half favorite on the road on a back to back in New Orleans minus one again against, against, against Utah. What do you do with this? Well, Two I mean, road favorites. Miami lost. Didn't cover last night. One didn't cover. And New Orleans got smoked by Utah, but they're back to being a favorite. Well, that's the thing, no right? Sense. That's the thing. The, 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 uh, go ahead. What do you need no, to do? Nothing is knocking the cat away. You hear the cat? He's, he's back in? No, he's outside the door screaming. Like when I hear it on my headset, I think you can hear it. Cause oh, the whole audience can hear it. They're, they're oh, very concerned that the cat's the trying to is. break into the room. <laughs> there you go. That's what the cat's trying to do. So I'm trying to, I just, I, I throw it under the table to make him go away. <laughs> um, <laughs> See if he goes away. What do you do? I can tell you what the book does. They put up the same number they put up last time. Slower. So the result. It was, it was two. Utah minus time. two. It's one and yeah. a half now. No, it's New Orleans minus two. Now it's one. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. It was you, New Orleans minus one. Oh, it's yeah. picked now. The betting market uh, has spoken. Yeah, I mean, oh, well, I, I mean, exactly. I don't know what you do with Utah. I mean, Utah to me is such an interesting team because at home they're a really tough team to beat. Now it's right. a tough place to play. Obviously, you go up there, not a lot to do. Guys aren't focused. Seven games in a row. Zion was unbelievable. He wasn't very good against the Jazz. Do they have a bounce back game or do they lose back to back? Do you like this? By the way, this two game road no. set. I, I don't like it, it either. It's really hard to bet the second game. Um, is it? To me, it is. I mean, to think the same outcome is going to happen because the numbers say New Orleans should win this game against Utah. Minus two, New Orleans. They get killed in game one. We come right back. Books are again. New Orleans, minus one. Which, like, okay, fool me once, fool me twice. Like, what do you it, – it's, it's, such, I, I, it's really best. hard. It's, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a complete – mind flip like it, it's going to play with it you because you because you, the it first is. thought my first thought in game one was i love new orleans i was like give me new orleans i was like this, right. they're on fire i got, right. I got minus two this is great so yep. now we're here in game two if i liked it in game one should i be betting it in game two but i can't you have that pause you're like i got my hand cut off when i did that the last the last time that i Booked the games was the bubble. All right, 2020, right? In the NBA. And I kept saying to guys I knew and guys that I was working with, why we keep putting up the same number? And the one guy was like, the venue ain't changed. The teams haven't changed. There ain't no injuries. It's the same number. I'm like, they lost by 15. It's a day later. Can't we adjust it down a point or two? Nope. Use the same number. It's crazy. I don't okay. Know. I would rather adjust. Like, I like pick. 
put up pick. Yeah. That's even more of a mind fuck, right? It's pick? crazy. Now what really do you is. do? Sports Grid, thank you very much. Tomorrow is a monster roll call Friday. You do not want to miss tomorrow at all Make if day. you're going to be with us. One year anniversary Make show day. for BVB happening tomorrow. Twitter and YouTube don't move. More to come here with BVB. All right. Let me ask you a question. This is one of my, this is one of my hypotheticals that you're going to like because there is no answer to this and you're going to be frustrated by it, but I don't care. All right. So the NHL, when you lose a game via shootout, yep. Where does the loss show up? At the end. No, There's three numbers, right? Yeah. So the Boston the Bruins end. tonight are fifteen, right? Zero. Yep. And one. Right. Shootout loss. When a right. team goes to a shootout, right? Or overtime loss. It was a shootout or overtime. It's, it's both, right? I think it's both. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not a, it's not a loss in regulation. No. Would a book ever give a partial credit to a bet for a shootout loss on a money line bet? Can't say the books will or will not do anything. It shit's changing every damn day. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I, isn't it hard enough to figure out? Like, do we want to make it soccer betting where we have ninety minute result? We have extra time. We have this. They already that. have. They already have that. The mar- those markets exist now. In soccer, no. In in hockey, I can bet that's first period, second period, third period, or sixty minute result in regulation. Right. I can I can do all that. I can already bet that. Is that to. enough? No. You want I, more? I want not more. I want a way if the if the bet goes to a shootout, that my money line does not lose entirely because the league is telling the teams you haven't lost the game entirely. You get something for going to overtime. You get a point. I watched a great third period. Of Vancouver, Calgary last yes. night. And this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. This is what pissed. I went to bed, pissed <laughs> off, mad. I, w- I I thought I was sick yesterday. I, I laid down. I slept for three hours. I got up at five thirty. It was pitch black everywhere. I was like, "What the hell is going on?" And then I was like, "All right." So I started watching that game. I got so pissed off. That's why I went to the book because I was so mad. I was like, "I got to go do something because I can't sit in this house right now because I'm so frustrated by watching this game because I lost another bet based on Mickey Mouse hockey." They lost um, three in a row. Lost three money lines in a row on Mickey Mouse hockey. Yeah, but you won like six in a row before that on the Doesn't hockey. matter. I'm still one. losing bets on shootouts. If I lose a bet, I lose a bet. I I was on Maryland last night. Maryland was dead after the first five minutes of that game. Not dead. even. Yeah, it, it, they, they were down 61 to 20 something at half. That it was game 27 half. to four. Pathetic. 27 to four. So bad. Okay. It was easily. That is. Eh, eh, big X, I'm wrong, horrible handicap, dead wrong, right. Maryland, walk off, I'm done. Yes. That bet, I'm fine with losing. My fault on me. Right. A bet going to a shootout Yep. and me losing on a shootout is the most annoying thing right now in my betting world. <laughs> Nothing pisses me off more than that because it's not determined by how the game is played. Markstrom was bad in the first five minutes. Gave up two goals real fast. From then on out, he was fucking he was amazing. Great. He, he was, was exactly great. how I thought he was going to be. He was on his right. head. He was great in overtime. He was phenomenal in net between the pipes right. for Calgary. He gave him two goals early. He was soft. Okay, fine. But then they outscored him three to one the rest of the way. So three to one, 
take out those two first goals. You can't, but Vancouver's in there. Both teams had really good chances in overtime. Markstrom had a breakaway. They stopped. It was phenomenal. And then we determined that game by Mickey Mouse breakaways. It's so bad. It's, the overtime it's worse than was, soccer. Was, was, was great in that you could see Vancouver with about two minutes left said, fuck it, let's just hold on here and get the point. Like they were literally trying to, they were reversing it. Like you know, when you take the puck towards the yeah, blue line right out, and then they kick it yeah. back they yeah. did their own blue line. The defenseman was skating around like he was just skating at the park at Summerlin. Because like the Calgary Flames rink. are now two and five in shootouts this year. They suck at shootouts. Calgary Flames aren't as good as they were advertised to be before the season. There's a lot going on there. Sutter may get fired. They Ooh. may be done listening to him. There's a lot of turmoil there. But they're pretty but, good at home, though. Yeah. Uh, 10, I mean, 5, and 2 now at home. That, that was that price was insane yesterday. How high it was. It went. Um, I, mean, I, I had the best price in the world. I still lost. I texted. Um, actually, I FaceTimed uh, last night with Gump when it went to overtime or when it went past overtime. I said, are you good at winning shootouts? Because I suck at it. And he was like, you're ahead of me. I'm hanging up. I'll talk to you after. <laughs> because he's up in the bush and he's got this right. late feed. So we hung up. But I, listen, when I was betting hockey on the regular, I felt like I won one shootout a season. It's part of it. It's part of the betting. It's Bet the game be. in regulation. It sucks. It's the only way to do it. Be. Yeah, but then I lose. Because no matter whose side I was on, unless I bet the tie. You lose. So then you just turn off the game when they go to a shootout and don't watch. Right. I used to then, do that all the time. And it's annoying too, because the books will make you, okay, fine. So there's books that will allow you bet the no, uh, no bet tie. It's like, like to bet the Bruins tonight on a no bet tie is like minus three Oh five. That's fun. No, I'm close. Okay, so That's what that I mean. Better like, or worse than losing in a shootout. Better. Laying 305 is no, better not laying the juice, but the outcome. I accept the outcome more. It's a more legitimate loss. Oh, not with that it, juice. No, not with the juice. I didn't say that. No, I, I agree. The juice. Well, that's sucks. what I mean. If I'm, I'm, I'm going to bet and lose, it. I want to bet and lose with losing a shootout. I'm going to bet the regular no, price. I don't want to bet. You want to lay the price and lose? I'd rather because I'm losing in hockey. I'm not losing in Mickey Mouse. Oh, forget that shit. That's what I mean. I it's so like, is there any chance at some point where the books would say, okay, the game goes to a shootout, so we're gonna give you half the bet or a quarter of the bet or refund your bet? Well, all of the marketing people and people that are listening to the show right now are gonna <laughs> steal that fucking idea right now. They should. They should steal the idea. And it's a good idea. It goes to a shootout. It. Can you call it the BVB boost and just be great? You know, yeah. Would, BVB, any game in the NHL that goes, if you're on a money line, the game goes to a shootout, we pay you 25% of the bet. <sighs> That's what I want. I want that. Yes. I'm I'm in on that. Yes. <laughs> you're in <laughs> on I, it, but they're going to take the idea and do it. It ain't going to give you no credit or no money. That's fine. But I can't I told stand. you this. If we're going to do the consulting gig, we're not <laughs> fucking get the money first. We'll tell them what to do. I think the first book to do that would be very smart and they'll get my business at least because I think it's an absolute robbery that we have to lose a money line wager based upon Mickey Mouse hockey. But what if you win it? Doesn't matter. What if you had Vancouver last night? You won the shootout. You don't want that? Okay. You want paid no. there too? No, I don't want that either. 
I think, oh. I think once I, I think you you can as the book you can do what you want with it. I'm just saying I don't think winning bets on a shootout feels dirty to me. Doesn't feel I I didn't win the bet. I want a shootout. Great, you gave me my money. I'll you're take gonna, it. I'm not gonna, gonna say gonna no to it. Them, you're gonna give no. back you know, no. a quarter. I don't of like winnings? it. I would be I would be cool if you said if the game goes to a shootout, half your bet is cashed on both sides. Forget the shootout. I'm cool with that. Yes. Hundred bucks. I get you know, hundred bucks. The, minus will one. the game go to overtime bet? You could take four dollars. It's plus four hundred. You can bet that every game. Just yeah, bet who that. Wins? Well, that's ridiculous. That's that's because that's, that's, it doesn't happen all that often. And I'm not saying overtime. What are I'm you saying talking shootout. about? I'm not saying overtime. I'm saying shootout. Will the game go to overtime? Yes or no is available bet on every game. You don't even have to wait to see if it gets not to every a shootout. Book, you but, win, but they do it. They it's available. Not in every book, but yes, it's available. But not every book it's, does that. It's it. available. Will there be overtime? Yes or no? Circa doesn't give you an option on that. There's no option for that. <laughs> Circa, you can't put them in Circa. Or Westgate. You can't give them in Circa or Westgate. Some books you can in Vegas, but those books, not every book gives you that option. But I just personally think that once it goes through overtime, at least overtime, we're dropping. It's still hockey. It's not five-on-five five hockey, but it's still hockey. Shootouts aren't hockey. Overtime is not hockey. Overtime is it not is to the me. same. It is. It's same rules. It's same situation. It's, it's just one less It's not the play. same rules. There's less no, guys on the ice. Yes, but it's two less players. But the rules are the same. I can't hack somebody. I can't trip somebody. I can't bowl the goaltender all over. The rules still apply. I have helped. I've got, yes, of course. They're there. They don't call too many penalties. That's fair. They don't call too many penalties, but but it's still hockey. It's not a shootout is one on one. That's not hockey. It's ridiculous. A penalty shot should be done for one thing and one thing only. That's a penalty on a breakaway. Is calling time overtime football? Hate it. Absolutely hate it. I know how you feel about the baseball. I hate college football overtime. I hate the major league baseball overtime. I hate play the damn sport. Play the damn sport. Are the damn sports supposed to get played? My goodness. Don't like it at all. And I hate the fact that you take out, take out special teams entirely. You're in field goal range automatically. Now they make you go for two in college football after two times. That's so stupid. It becomes a two-point play, you know, competition. That's not football. Stupid. Just want to end the game at that point. I'd rather go back to ties. No, you would not. Yeah, go back to ties. No, you would not. Yeah, I would. Just go back to ties. I, I after seeing the way this is all done now, why everyone's like, well, these they play for too long. You know, they play for that long. Someone's going to fall down, make a mistake. The game's going to end. It's dumb. Someone mm. gets tired. Someone makes a mistake. Oh, they're going to burn them for the rest of the. I don't care. Figure it My out. Uncle Larry in Florida is watching the show. He just he sent me a text and said he must need something to ask a question or something. So hopefully after the show, I'm going to call him. But. Oh. He's, I said, send him a link, watch the show, come in and hit the like button. Thanks, Uncle Larry. Talk to <laughs> you later. Nice. Yeah. You're wearing the Rangers hat. I am. Toronto's a short favorite tonight on the road. Why are they even um, favored? Well, that's what, well, our, whoa, really? Do so you, you think the Rangers should be favored? Tell me why the, why the Maple Leafs. I'm favored. off of it, but SoCal DJ's all over this. And the Maple Leafs, this is his WTF line of the day, he said. Okay. Maple Leafs have blanked three of the last four opponents on the road against the Rangers who are bad at home. Line was 115. Murray's confirmed in net for the Maple Leafs. It's going to be Igor for the Rangers. Mm-hmm. He likes Maple Leafs money line. Yeah, I like Rangers. I'm, this was no play for me. Over or under in the game. Under first thought, under, yeah. Most 
often, I think, under for Ranger games. It's just Igor's not been great this year. No. And at um, home, he's been average. And the Maple Leafs, look at their last, what, three games, four games? What are That's scores? what he means. He's been killing people. No, the Maple Leafs. Look at the Maple Leafs, last three or four games. Finals. Maple Leafs. Tyler said that Caesars offers a win in a shootout market. When the game goes to a shootout, you can bet. So now you can bet the other side. So if you have Calgary in the game, it goes to a shootout. Boom, you bet Vancouver, you lock it in, you're done. All right. Four nothing, five nothing, five, four, seven, nothing. Oh, two overs, two unders. Okay. I thought there were more unders. I more mean, unders after that? Five. No? Uh four, three, three, one, four, two, four, one, four, three. My two gosh. Again. Okay. They've won one, two, three, four, five, Ooh. six, seven, eight, nine out of ten. Woo. Montreal. Yeah, playing great. Great. Toronto, rather. Maple Leafs are hot. Yes. They're right behind Boston. Only three points behind the Bruins. How about that? As good as Boston's playing, those Maple Leafs are right there. Yes. They've yeah. played, oh my God, they played more games than Boston. They've had six overtime losses. Toronto does. Oof, that's unbelievable. Six overtime losses. Detroit does too. They're 19, five and six for 44 points. Boston's 23, four and one. So they got huh. two, my math was that two or three more games in hand over the Bruins. I'm not looking at the standings. So we'll see what that would be. What? Four. Just look nine. at the GP column. What are you talking about? There's games played column, though. No? All right. Sorry. Yes, yeah, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> uh, trying to add it up. Your head, you made that face. Your eyes started going like this. You're starting to try to add up numbers without a calculator. Don't do that. Two more games. That's right. Okay. Yeah. We have two games. They have two games in hand over the Bruins. All right. So we'll see with that. <laughs> I'm um, randomly sitting here, right? We're doing a show. Now we're a little bit later. So a lot of guys that know me know that the show's usually done and I'm right. available between 12, 15 and right. two o'clock or whatever. My buddy Norm just sent me a text. This is one of my best friends in life. We went to Penn state together. The random text says, did I, or did I not have an AC unit in my dorm room at Mifflin? <laughs> no context, <laughs> no nothing. Just here you go. Uh, one more. Dallas minus 118 against Washington tonight. I like the way Dallas is playing. Like the under in this game? Mm. No. I don't like nothing in that. I got to wait and see how that one plays out. Dallas has been scoring a ton of goals. I know. But Washington... Defensively, Washington's been not bad at home. Eight, four, and one at home, eight, five, and two for the stars. Wedgwood for the Capitals almost got me to bet the under in this game. Or sorry, for the stars. Almost got me to bet bet this game because of how good he has been in net. Right. He's been he's been solid for them. Yeah. He gave up one goal to New Jersey. He got hurt against Minnesota. One goal against St. Louis. One goal. Uh sorry. Uh I guess he gave up, he gave up three goals or four goals to Colorado. But three of the last four games, he's been very good for that for Dallas. Mm. But Dallas does score. So I I did not play this game, but it, this is, I'm watching this game. I really I'm gonna start betting Dallas more. I like the way Dallas has been playing a lot. Oh, they've been they've been they've been really good. Um, they've been fun. Standings wise, they, they're you know two they're two decent goaltenders offensively. They're just got a bunch of different lines that they roll out. It's legitimate worth looking at futures on them too. 
because Oof. if they can get the first round at home, right, they can go win a playoff series or two on the road and get to the Stanley Cup Finals as of Ooh. right now. So, two points leading the Central Division. All right, time for better to book it. Yep, 49ers minus three against Seattle. What side are you, Jerevin? I don't know how much of this I'm going to watch, to be perfectly honest. I'm going to watch some of it, but this divisional game, you're not going to watch Brock? Oh, I mean, I'll have it on, but like I said, there's some some hockey on that I want to watch um, and kind of really watch, including your Bruins against the Kings. Um, I think I would lay it. I I think we can bet this one. If you want to follow steam steams on the Niners. Yeah. Two bets. I've not made yet this year in hockey that bets. I'm going back to my COVID era betting trends and betting markets. Throwback. This is throwback bets. Boston Bruins first period puck line against the LA Kings. Plus money period puck line. Uh huh. They got to win by two, one. Be leading by one goal. Oh, it's minus a half. Minus a half a half a goal. Be leading after tie loses. You must be leading after the first period for the Boston Bruins. Allmark has been phenomenal in the first period, and the Bruins are one of the best teams to score a goal in the first ten minutes. In fact, eight out of the last ten games, a goal has been scored in the first ten minutes for the Bruins. That bet is minus one fifty. If you want to bet the gift, yes, on Bruins Kings on that. I couldn't stomach it after losing the minus 150 bet last night. I couldn't come back and bet the minus 150 again. I hate that much juice, but I think the Bruins do score. They score often. Betting on our booking the Bruins to be leading after the first period. What's the juice? Plus 128. I'll book this nonsense. It's a three. It's a three-way market. One yeah. nothing. I win. Oh, it's a three-way. Yeah, ties what, a loss. Ties fucking lose. Yep, ties lose. Well, no, you're betting minus a half. So that's right. either yes, yeah. So it's minus a half or plus a half. What is the third? What's the three-way market? There are you can bet a tie too. Some books offer there's two ways of betting it. You bet puck line, which is a half, or the Bruins well, to be leading after one is, is is money line Bruins leading. Kings leading or tie or tie, right? That okay, that's that's not that's that doesn't one. involve a half a goal, but it, it it's a because some books don't offer a puck line in the first period, so you, some books only offer that three way well, market. Two different bets, not really. Mine's a half or leading after one period. It's the same thing. If that if it's one one, I lose the puck line bet, or if it's well, I know, but if one you one the goal and a half, you win the tie and the puck and the the win. You take the goal and a half ways. Right, right, but where the way I'm betting money it, though, line, right? yes, right, yes, yes, but I'm betting it where it's not plus a half a goal. I'm betting it where the Bruins are going to be laying half, laying. Oh, half I'll book goal. it. I'll book okay. it because I can be tied or winning. Right, yeah, Vegas. I can be tied the or book. winning. Yes, I get the book. That's why it's plus you get one. Correct, that's, and I'm the. Give me and that. I'm getting. That's why I'm getting plus money on it. I'll take Bruins it. score, score, and have a lead after one period. That's for Bru- um where did where did that number? Did you go? see Vancouver scored in the first 10 minutes? This gift thing. I a PSU on the road. auto posted it 14 16 times in a row. 16. 16 and 0. That's 
more than a tread. That's ridiculous. 16 times in a row, first goal, goal. And so we're going to a no bet in this. No gift, Philly versus the Devils. Both these goaltenders, Carter Hart's four and one in the or four, five and oh, rather, to this over the last five games. And the backup goaltender for the Devils is four and one to the no. What's the price of this? No goal. Plus uh, 138, I believe, is what I got last night. No goal was plus 138 or minus 138? Plus 138. Plus 138. Plus 138. Plus 138. Plus 138. Wow. No goal. Devils can score fast. But Carter Hart's been very good. I want the yes. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> the Flyers give them up. They don't. They three and seven. Goals, they don't. Though. No, they don't. Period in a game. Okay, but they're three and seven over the last ten games to this, to this, to the, to the yes in this. Thirty mm. percent of the time over the last ten games, Carter Hart's been tremendous in net for this team. Early, he, he gives up goals, yeah. but the first ten minutes of the game, he normally is on his point. He's on his p's and q's. They've he's given up goals in the eleven minute mark in yeah. the last five games, right? But not in the first ten. Just need those first couple of shifts to be good. Right. <laughs> to just, to and just no penalties. be tight. No, no penalties. penalties. Don't give up a power play. Don't be stupid. Right. And then for, I need also the Devils, because the Devils have given up goals before early. Don't be nice. stupid. Don't, don't, oh Carter Hart's got to be on his point here. Yeah. Plus money bets. Jack. Two plus money bets. I like these bets. I'm going to do more of these. Gifts are going to be fun. Favorite thing about today is what? Oh boy. Um, well, two things. Uh, the first one is that the bug guy was here and I got to talk to the bug guy and he explained to me about mice and problems and things like that, which I didn't know. Did you know that a mouse usually doesn't go more than 500 feet from its nest or home area? I did not know this <laughs> why? because this we had a little bit. We thought we had a mice problem. Okay. But what, what, why does it interest you? It's fascinating because why is that a fascinating? mice problem? <laughs> okay. And we put, he put up traps. I I learned all about this this morning. It was, it was fascinating. And now it made a lot of sense where like in Vegas, you don't go more than what? 20 miles from where you live, nobody, everybody likes to stay home. There's a lot of things about, I, I heard him telling me about the mouse and I was like, this makes sense for adults. We're all the same. We're just big mice. That was my first thing. Okay. Second thing was, just big mice. was the windshield thing okay. and the rear view mirror. Mm. Very apropos mm. for us with a one year anniversary show tomorrow. Because I literally have been talking to everyone under the sun about possibly being a sponsor, being a part of the show, being a part of what we're doing and what we're building. Because our world's going to change, I guess, a little bit come January. You know? We think. I mean, <laughs> the way things we are think. going. It's, it's, I mean, I hope that it changes the way that we want it to change. But like I saw Jalen and Jacoby. Mm. Done. Um, that there's, a lot of, there's a lot of change. I mean, it wasn't for everybody, but I mean, they had a 20 year run. 
Like that show was 20 years. That's what, uh, on TV, it was radio show for that long. Before. Radio show before okay. then simulcast right. doing kind of this deal, yeah. whatever. Um, wow, so 20 years, oh my God, it's nuts. This business is fucking crazy. And, um, the, the look through the windshield, mm. it's way bigger. Mm. Focus on where you're going, but you have to look in that rear view mirror and just know what's behind you, but don't, it's, it's smaller and it controls your thoughts. I had, that, I heard it just, it was perfect timing. There was nothing going on. The guy said it on the radio and I was like, oh, and then I ran into a dear friend who needed to hear that. It oh. was so bizarre. I said, Hey man, how you doing? And he said, "Ah, oh, you know, I'm all right. And I said, no, what's wrong? Like, I did that thing where I was listening, but I heard something different. And mm -hmm. I was like, dude, what's wrong? He's like, man, I'm this, that, whatever. And I used that line on him. And I said, you're going to be okay. Mm -hmm. so first thing, dude, just wake up and breathe, brother. That's, that's mm -hmm. the first thing. And look forward. I know you're worried about what's behind you. We all mm -hmm. are. But you got to focus on here. You know, and it was just, it was, and I was like, that's my favorite thing about today. And it was already like nine 20 this morning. And I was like, yeah, he's only going to get better. This is my favorite thing about today. I can't wait to see what's going to happen at two o'clock this afternoon. That's it. Yeah. That's kind of along the same lines because it was interesting. I was doing the rundown for the show. And so Madeline's homesick. So she's here with me and she came over and she was like reading the rundown. She got to the bottom. She read favorite thing about today. She was like, what's that? And so I had a chance to explain to her what we do every day at the end of the show. And she said, well, why do you guys do that? And it's always fun. You always say the kids know, right? And the kids will ask you questions. And my favorite thing about today was that she reminded me why we do this at the end of every show. Is that the point when you and I were talking about ways, how do we end the show? What should we, our last segment be? You know, I didn't, we, we both didn't want it to be bets. We didn't want to be like our best play of the day is, you know, or, you know, we, we, we didn't want to have that type of ending. We wanted to have a unique way of ending the show. And I said to her, I said, it's a way for us to talk about things that are going on in our lives that are positive and that we're thankful for. It's a moment of gratitude. She goes, oh, like my gratitude journal I said, yeah, it's like your moment of gratitude. So this is the, this is a moment of gratitude. And so the moment of gratitude is tomorrow's the one year anniversary and Tomorrow's going to be a lot of fun. And it was nice to have that experience to tell my kid to explain how we end the show every day and kind of like practicing what I'm preaching, I guess, by telling her to write down every day in the gratitude journal, what are you thankful for? What are you looking forward to? What are you hoping for? There's in the, in the journal, it asks a couple of questions like, who can you make smile today? It asks. It asks, what, I am blank. You're supposed to write an adjective. She's writing, I'm powerful, I'm smart, I'm independent, whatever the word is you want to use as like a, an affirmation for yourself. And then three things, I'm thankful for three things in my life. And you write down those three things. So that is, I feel like this last segment of the show has always it's kind of become that moment of us being able to share unique stories, but also talk about things that we're thankful for. And Yes, the show obviously is a monster part of it. Tomorrow is going to be a ton of fun. I can't wait. I got stories I want to tell and fun, good stuff. So you're not normally, if you're a podcast listener, you may want to be a live viewer tomorrow. Just saying. You may want to try to call up, play some hooky, long lunches, 
figure out some ways of try to put it put the feed on your phone just go to youtube.com or (laughs) youtube app and fire search bostonian versus the book you can see the whole thing flowing live it's great it's very very fun so check it out tomorrow 1 p.m ish as we say ish eastern time he's dave i'm matt we will talk to you guys tomorrow for the one-year anniversary of bvb